0: Welcome to the Scrubverse Podcast, your last stop for the latest in gaming news and pop culture. We're your hosts, Chris and Corey. Prepare for dissension.
1: Are you listening to it? Yep. <laughs> that Listen. shit's on Google Play. I put it on my Fucking Google playlist cancer. too. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking
0: cancer. That's nah, it's great, especially when Scotty's singing it in the chat. <laughs> I need to get like a uh, a recording of him singing this shit, and that's gonna be like one of my openings or closings. You can do it.
1: Yep. We'll be drinking at too many games, so he'll probably do it. (laughs) No shame. No shame whatsoever. Nope. See, like, this is like that music that like Crush 40 is obviously like bad butt rock. Yeah. But like this is like not bad. Like Uh... Would you listen to this or let's say this or live and learn? Live and learn. Really? No. Maybe it's Live and Learn. Maybe it's because I've Live, and, to learn live and Learn reminds
0: me of Heart. Or fucking. Oh, well, yeah. Like. I'm not saying that this is bad. Like, I'm not saying that this is a bad song. But what I'm saying is that. Fucking. Live and Learn is, like, really, really good. Like, really, really good, bad, heavy metal. Like, it's not even all uh. that cheesy. It's not like, you know, you're singing. Sonic character lyrics in the fucking song. <laughs> like, even Escape from the City is a halfway decent song. That's because it's got an amazing bass intro. <laughs> That's not the only reason. It's a legitimately good
1: song. <laughs> what is this? Oh, this is off of Double Dragon Neon. This is really good. Yeah, that... that so that uh, soundtrack was done by Jeff Co- Jake Kaufman. Who did Shovel Night and all that shit? He did like one of the Contra games too. That's it's, really good. It's really good. About it's like a lot of the albums really good. I'm halfway <laughs> upset. This is gonna end, right? Well, it's been a busy fucking week for both of us, I believe.
0: Fuck this week. This week sucks. This week has sucked. So I we haven't didn't get done any dick. clips out. <laughs> no clips. Like fucking. So. Next week or this this next week that's going out, depending on how I'm going to take all the clips from last week and I'm going to do them for this week. And whatever we come out with this week, I'll do clips for that, too. But you're going to do God damn I'm going to do them justice because some of it was really funny. But We'll get that later. Okay. I want you to tell me <laughs> why you're upset because you showed me this and I was like, OK, what what are you mad about? And I looked into it a little bit, and it's it just sounds like Apple is trying to plop their dick on the table and be like, "Yo, look what we can sell." So tell me,
1: yeah, but it's it's okay. So first of all, for people that don't know, let's switch over into the newsroom real quick. Oh boy, so, the newsroom. Yeah, that's what I've named it in uh, OBS. So, uh, so Apple monitor stand that costs more than an iPhone sparks an online uproar. The Apple monitor stand it costs nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is not, that's not new of Apple having overly, well, not overly priced, but just super fucking expensive things. Right. So not only are you spending a thousand dollars on that, the monitor that goes with that is a pro display XDR, a 32 inch 6k retina LCD display, which is $5,000 just for the monitor. Yep. Uh, and the PC that they announced, which is their new Mac pro desktop starts at six grand. So okay. let's say you wanted to buy this whole package.
0: It's you're, 12, you're spending 12 grand. 12 grand. Mm-hmm. That's ludicrous! Like, that is insane! So, this sounds like that they are targeting the upper echelons. This is not a mass-produced product. No. This There's is no for, This is for the bougies. The bougies. <laughs> this isn't even practical. This is just... What are you going to do with a 6000 with a $12,000 setup? Yeah. These are for the people that don't
1: wipe their ass unless it says apple on their toilet
0: paper. Or <laughs> or they get that gold flaky paper. Like, it's like the gold sh- sh- Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, like the <laughs> same motherfuckers that like put gold on their fucking chicken wings.
1: Or these people that just wipe their asses with $100 bills.
0: So, <laughs> I'd still pick the fucking feces out of a oh, fucking Benjamin. Dude. Poop walks and wash God it off, damn it washes right beat. off.
1: Yep, I get you in your septic tank, and I get all that shit out. Yep, <laughs> man. Like I've, if you know, like for people that have known me longer than me and Chris have known each other, they. I don't know if I've ever expressed how much I don't like Apple. I probably have. Actually, I have.
0: (laughs) Apple is the Fisher Price of fucking phones.
1: Yeah, that's what we've said before. And it's just... Well, let's go over this quote real quick. So, the Pro stand costing more than most laptops and phones outside of Apple's realm is the ultimate middle finger to any consumer that is seriously considering their machine. Every new Apple de- uh, device Apple has released in the last year is a cash grab in exchange for no new functionality. That is from a Twitter user called at Aiden underscore Lynch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of agree with it. I feel like when Steve Jobs was alive, there was many times where he would go into like the departments where they were running stuff. I, I can't remember for sure what it was back in the day, but I think you've talked about it was he'd just walk in and he's like, why are we
0: even doing this? Mm -hmm. Nobody wants this. Why are we building this? Shut it down. Right. Steve Jobs carried a very minimalist Mm -hmm. mentality when it came to certain things, and he was very much into innovation. Right. Now Apple has moved away from the innovative side and is now just trying to maintain their user base because they've already put it out there that Apple is the BMW of... (laughs) phones yeah the, Ro- the rolls royce yeah they're the high end of all that shit so it's not about practicality it's not about functionality it's about, it's about appearance it's about brand mm-hmm. this doesn't bother me to be quite honest i don't really? have a problem with this i really don't because here's the thing this is not really being marketed to your average user this is not even being marketed to your average apple user this is so far beyond what yeah, I guess so. your average consumer can afford that it just doesn't seem like this is your target audience. Right.
1: So, so I looked at that PC, and the first thing I thought was, that's, mo- that's a motherfucking cheese grater. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks just like a fucking cheese grater. I just like, feel I'll get like— that. It looks good. Like It's very minimalistic, and I like mm-hmm. how it's just the monitor and the cheese grater P- tower.
0: I mean, I, d- I wouldn't necessarily say it's it's minimalistic. I, I would just say that it looks very chic. I feel like it's trying too hard because I see, like, a lot of heavy gaming rigs mm. that look very similar to that. So – I am building a gaming computer slash
1: streaming computer for my what was it? My cousin's – Brother-in-law? I, I'm just going to say my cousin. It's my co- wife's cousin, so it's mm-hmm. my second cousin, I guess, or cousin by marriage, whatever I would is. just
0: say, like, cousin-in-law.
1: It's a cousin. And uh, – it's going to be like $2,500 mm-hmm. and it's going to be like, I mean, I still am trying to talk him out of it. He's like, nope, that's how much I want to spend. I'm like, dude, let him spend his money. Let him waste his money. That That's what I told. Yeah, that's what I told my wife. She was like, I don't, she
0: goes, I just don't want him to waste his money. I was like, I mean,
1: he's 18.
0: Get the man
1: what he's he gonna. wants. He's
0: 18. <laughs> if he doesn't get it through you, he's going to get it through somebody else.
1: That's true. And at least if I gets it through like, me, at, least at least he trusts how to you. build it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I told. Well, the thing is, is because I told him I'd build it, and I don't charge people to build computers. And he was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Yeah, that's why you want me to do it." Yeah, maybe. But I'm about the only one on the, my wife's side of the family that knows anything technology wise. Like, I don't. If I needed to know how to go make moonshine, or if I needed to go like bury a body that no one would find ever again, that's my wife's side of the family. <laughs> I'm gonna hang out with y'all more often. <laughs> that's the plan. Uh. I don't know, but you can you can see in the news article, too, it says uh, you can get a, like, what is it? I have North Bayou stands, but you can get, like, a really good stand that would be just as good as this stand for $200, but it doesn't have the Apple on it. It doesn't have the Apple thing on it. No, nope, so. don't have the Apple on it, so. I, I guess I'm a little more cool. There it is, the VESA mount adapter to $199. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'm not as upset about it, because I sent you this article yesterday, and I was, like, fuming, but now mm-hmm. I'm just like, eh. So I guess it's subsided.
0: I guess so. It's, it's, look. Let, it's shitty Apple products. Let waspy-ass white people have their bougie fucking Apple monitor stand so that they can go around and talk to their fucking high-maintenance friends about how they bought a fucking plate that sticks to a monitor. A plate? Is that, is that magnetic? How does that lock in? I think it is magnetic. No, there's no way. If that's magnetic... magnetic. If that's magnetic, like I will slap every monitor down.
1: I don't, because this is the only this is the only screen we see, and uh, or the, we don't see it from other angles really. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it says in the article that it's magnetic or anything like that. I have also haven't looked into it enough. But yeah, we were uh, we were talking about weeks, right? Weeks sucked. Weeks are trash. <laughs> uh yeah that was the first thing I put on my weeks work sucks in all capitals (laughs) so I think it was Sunday so last Sunday I did a bunch of yard work I was weed Mm -hmm. eating like I got the one side of the garage cleared out so that my wife could park the new car in there I moved every I cleaned out the shop I got all the woodworking tools back there and about seven o'clock I had been. I was out in the yard from like 12 until seven and at Around seven, I was just like, man, I'm fucking tired. Man, I'm just, I'm not used to being outside.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But no, I did a bunch of that. And I was going to do clips. And I was like, man, I'll, I'll do clips tomorrow. And then tomorrow was the day that every at work, Austin HQ was just like, hey, we got a shit ton of stuff we're going to give. Cor- it's, like, it's not specifically my team, but Corey and everyone that's on his team. And I'm talking, like, just, Fuck that
0: guy and everyone who's standing next to him. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Fuck everything. It's like shooting a shotgun. It's just, like, fuck everything in that 90-degree radius over there. Yep. (laughs) Yep. It, uh... I was texting, or I was Skyping one of my coworkers. I'm just like, man, we are getting hit with so much shit this week. And she was like, yeah, here's another 2,000 lines of data you got to go through. (laughs) Rip! And I was just like, yeah, yeah, and when I do my... Because it's... I'm quality control, so I gotta verify mm-hmm. that the data and reports are reporting correctly, and all that shit. And it's literally, I can, I sit there for 40 minutes looking at data, and then I just have to stop for 15 minutes because I start going cross-eyed.
0: Yeah, like, no, I feel because you're just that.
1: going through line and line and line of data. But I was able to squeeze in some gaming. I got some games in there. Yeah, like we said, the clips didn't come out because we've just been busy. Uh, my apparently I didn't know, but my buddy had texted me like two weeks ago, was like. I think we talked about it on the last podcast. He was like, "Hey, what's your what's your email associated with?" your Yeah, battle? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was for the Wild Classic beta. That's oh, exactly that's cool. what it was for. Yeah, yeah. he was like, "Yeah, I was, I was trying to get you in because uh, the cutoff for families and friends were was coming up, so I got you in there." And it's free. The beta's free to play, and I started playing, and I was like, I got to level ten. I, I made I made a bunch of different characters, but I stuck with my back in vanilla. Frost mages are dumb. Like Frost majors are just dumb in PvP dumb in PVE all that stuff like so I, I got it up to level 10 and then I was just like I, I remember one quest it took me 45 minutes to do one quest and I was just like, I don't know man I don't know if I can get back into this
0: but then I, I started uh, drinking
1: I started drinking last night and I, I played it for four hours no <laughs> so-
0: <laughs> nah, my old roommate was talking about it because he was saying how he want to get back into uh wild WoW classic but he doesn't know whether or not. He can really hang on to it because he's been playing. I think he's been playing three MMOs. He jumps between modern WoW, mm-hmm. and then I think it's called Shadow Blade, like for the new expansion for Final Fantasy fourteen. He's like all Shadowbringers, Shadowbringer, Shadow bringer. yeah. Um, and then it, he's also like into ESO. Didn't get into that one as much as he loves WoW Classic. He's like some of those quests are just. Fucking stupid. She seems just like, why would I spend a half hour doing a quest just to get killed by like two fucking goblins? Like some of those quests, you need to have party members for.
1: Yeah, I was doing one last night because I was drinking whiskey and I was just like, get feeling really good. Mm-hmm. And I was in this cave and you have to get uh, some insignia that drops off of a trash mob. Right. So you're going through, and I and I there was other people around me, and I was like, man, I don't because once if someone's not in your party and they tag an enemy then you don't get any credit for it whatsoever. Right. So I started inviting people into my party so because I wanted to at least get experience and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was four of us. I think it took almost an hour for all four of us to get our insignias. Because unlike Modern WoW, where if the quest item drops, everyone's able to loot it. Not back in the day. Back no. in the day, it was one of those dropped for one person. <laughs>
0: that
1: sucks. Yeah, it, it was rough. It was fun, though, because I was just, like, questing around with people, so that was fun. But a lot of it, in modern WoW, you get, you get a mount at, like, level 20. Mm-hmm. So you get it fairly early, so you're able to at least go a little bit faster. In this WoW, I don't think you get a mount until you're level 40, because back in the day... You only got to level 50. There was mm-hmm. no epic riding. So epic epic riding is like going faster, going like 100% speed faster. Right. I don't think you get that until level 50. And you didn't get your first mount until I think level 40. I I want to say it's level 40. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong, which is very highly possible. But that's why so many people would run paladins or, uh, or they would run druids and they'd run shamans. Because shamans can turn into a ghost wolf form at like level 20. And mm-hmm. it makes them run like an extra... Twenty percent faster or something like that, and right. then druids have a travel form where they turn into like a cheetah and they can run faster.
0: That's cool. Yeah, the only th- equivalent that I have to that is fucking Final Fantasy fourteen. The short time that I played it because I only played base fourteen. Um, okay, but you were able to get like a mount at level level five, level ten. You got it yeah, fairly yeah. early, and that game only went up to level fifty. So yeah,
1: that game is uh. I actually was contemplating it last night. I was like, man, if I were to get back into an MMO, which I'm kind of riding that fence right now, it would be Final Fantasy XIV. Because it's, it's great. Because uh, with Final Fantasy XIV, you're able to just class switch. Yeah. Without having could, to make another have, fucking character.
0: <laughs> you have your one character, and you can be the jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. And master them all. Because yeah. you're not bound to a fucking job class.
1: And it looks better. Like it looks, I think Final Fantasy XIV looks so much better than WoW. I agree. Even modern WoW.
0: But I mean, people make the comparisons like, do you want it to look pretty or do you want it to be fast paced? Mm Because modern WoW is significantly faster than Final Fantasy XIV. I think that the global cooldown for WoW is is a second, whereas Final Fantasy is like two and a half seconds.
1: Yeah. But also, a lot of modern WoW is just, it's become a job. You log mm-hmm. in, do your dailies. If it's not raid day, then fuck it. And it's all uh, like, so with the original WoW, and I, I don't know if I can talk so much for Final Fantasy fourteen, but there's a lot of customization with talent trees and shit like that. In modern WoW, it's very cookie cutter. If you're not running this specific arcane mage build, you're not going to get top DPS. Right. Or you're not going to do this.
0: From so, what I remember, Final Fantasy was the same way. Final Fantasy is very is very much influenced by the equipment that you had on you, mm-hmm. and in yep. order for you to get the high end equipment, you had to get like these these tokens or these marks, and the marks were dependent on I think it was based on off of what faction that you were a part of, so you can get a maximum of four hundred and fifty marks per week. After that, there was no point in you playing until the next week comes around.
1: Yeah. Wow had Wow had that stuff too.
0: Yeah. So people would get together and do some of the major bosses or the major instances or, you know, they'll try to get people together for raids Mm -hmm. and just collect their marks. They collect their marks. They get the better gear. They can go to the higher leveled areas and shit like that. Right. So that's part of the reason why I decide I'm probably not going to jump into another MMO anytime soon unless I'm like with a close group of friends because it can feel very monotonous over time.
1: Yeah, I think, and that's what happens with WoW too. After a while, uh, especially when I went back with Legion and I went back with Battle for Azeroth, Mm -hmm. I wasn't really in a guild. I wasn't raiding. I was just logging in, doing shit, and then I was just like, "All right, I'm bored. I'm done." Yeah. So, but let's just say, if you were to get in, if you were to start playing Final Fantasy XIV, I would start playing Final Fantasy XIV as well.
0: This new expansion, and I said this for Heaven's Ward but this new expansion really looks cool. cool. Like, it it appeals to me. I don't know anything about it, so...
1: I think my character just hit Heaven's Ward.
0: <laughs> like, I'm not even up to Heaven's Ward. But I just think that the aesthetic of the way that everything looks really appeals to me because I'm a closet edgelord. So, <laughs> I, I love, like, the Dark Knight-esque aesthetic. Oh, yeah. I'm all about that shit. But the yeah. thing is, is that I have been so burnt out by the four or five months that I played Heaven's Ward or not Heaven's Ward uh, Final Fantasy Fourteen, mm. that it's just I have very little desire to continue because one of the biggest things that interests me that gets me into shit like this right. comes down to story. Right. And I remember the very last boss in base fourteen. I forget I forget the name of it, but it was like the general motherfucker. Yeah. And I wanted to watch the entire cutscene and I did. And apparently that was the wrong thing to do because everybody else skipped the cutscene and they went straight in for the attack. And when my cutscene ended, everyone (laughs) had been fighting this thing for about a good five minutes. And I see the chat log, yo, we're going to kick this fucking bitch if he doesn't start fighting. And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. Wait. Wait! (laughs) I was immersed.
1: (laughs) Uh yeah, apparently, like after that, like the story ramps up really hard in a Heaven's Ward and, uh, what was it? Stormblood?
0: Heaven's Ward, Stormblood, and now Shadowbringers.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. I might try it out. It is, I, you know, I mean, you do have to commit to the $15. So, uh, but, I mean, I could play it, but that's the problem. I just don't know if I would play it nonstop. But the good thing about it is, if I wanted to play it on, I would obviously play it on PC. But mm. at some point, I remember when I was playing it last time, I didn't have a big gaming PC like this. I just had my laptop, but I had a PS4. I had two, we, me and my wife lived in a one bed. Like we lived in a three bedroom, two bath apartment, but we also lived with three other people. So there was five I've done people. That.
0: Yeah. I've done that.
1: So we basically lived out of our bedroom. Right. And we had, we had a TV up on the wall, which my wife would watch. And then we had a TV over on like our bookshelf, which is where I would play my PS4. Mm-hmm. And I would just wear my headphones. So that's, I was playing a lot of Final Fantasy on the PlayStation 4 I am so surprised. Like, that game handles so well on controller. Yeah, it and does. it's so weird to have an MMO controller that was, that well. like,
0: the exclusive way my wife played when mm-hmm. we all played. So back in – I want to say that we got into Final Fantasy XIV back in 2013. It was yeah, before 2013, mo- is, yeah. It was before I moved into North Carolina, and the entire house played. It was me, my wife, and my two roommates – we were all in, like, a guild. Not a guild, but we were, like, our own guild, so to say. Yeah. And we played that for hours, and that's how we leveled up. I would be the tank. I was, like, a marauder. Tiff was yeah. a... Uh...
1: Marauders are so fun.
0: Yeah, she was a dragoon. Uh, the most seasoned player that was, like, all about the MMOs and shit like that, we made him our healer bitch. And then the <laughs> other guy, I think he was, like, a pugilist or some shit like that. But Oh, yeah, the
1: monk and all that. I shit.
0: had a lot of fun with it. Like, I, I seriously enjoyed Final Fantasy fourteen. I just think that once I completed base game, I was so burnt out mm-hmm. from the hours that I spent playing that that I'm just like, I need to step away. I yeah. just need to get away from this.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I might pick it back up, especially I think work is calming down just a hair. So maybe next week I'll have some more time. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, I logged into my – I hadn't turned my PlayStation 4 on in like a week. And I, 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 I don't know why I turned it on, but I was like, oh, shit. Sonic Mania is one of the PlayStation Plus games. Yeah. Month. So and I have it on Switch and uh, PC. And I was like, oh, I'm going to play it. And I ended up playing it for like an hour and a half just mm-hmm. playing it because surprisingly enough, it's not the level so much that I like. It's the, uh, the bonus levels. It's the music and the bonus levels that I like. like. Which uh, bonus levels? So the one – so it was originally in Sonic 3 where it, okay. those were the, the Chaos Emerald ones. But now they've made those the ring ones. Yeah, the so tokens. 50, I yeah. think they're tokens. They're tokens. Yeah, you get the golden tokens. Yeah, And I, I love doing those. I love the music in those and the animations look great in it. You know, and, people
0: hate the fucking Blue Sphere uh, minigames. I love really? them. Really? They're great. Yeah. No, people fucking hate that shit. Like, I, that like was the, the... I like the Sonic R running one too. I hate that
1: one. Really? So fucking much. (laughs) That one's fun. No, no,
0: it's not. It is so rage-inducing on my end because, (laughs) in when I played, not the Sonic R, Sonic CD. When I played Sonic CD and I was getting the fucking time stones, I hated the. I have no depth perception, so since everything is already flat. I'm, like, constantly jumping to get the rings or get the UFOs, <laughs> and I always fail. It is so infuriating when I go back and try to get all the time stones. So going back to getting the emeralds for the Sonic Mania game, it, is, it reminds me of that shit, and it's mm-hmm. so fucking annoying because no matter who you play – the controls are so fucking tight that I'm just like, Turn, bitch! <laughs> turn. And it just so, does not I work was gonna out for ask, me. is that how Sonic R controls is yes. those control? It's really yes. so
1: like when you turn, you're gonna turn, but it's gonna take a minute.
0: Yes. And oh. you'll just like in Sonic R, at least, if I run into a fucking wall, I can just kinda like Okay, I may not have any momentum, but at least I can fucking turn. No, here, I'm just like, bye, go off the fucking rail. You lose. And it's always after I've hit second gear or third gear, mm-hmm. and I'm like trying to chase down the emerald. You're like, man, that bitch is fast. <laughs> it that is. That bitch is always fast. <laughs> and I hate it. I hate uh, it so much.
1: That's uh, Sonic Mania is still great. It's so No, I love good.
0: that fucking game.
1: That game's so good. Uh, one of the reasons, uh, I loaded up, I was playing Sonic and Knuckles on my, on Steam the other mm-hmm. night. And one of the reasons I was playing that was cause you asked me, do you have Sonic R or do you have the gem collection and all that stuff? And I was like, shit, no, I don't have it because Scotty was, uh, from Megavisions was streaming Sonic R and I was watching him. I was like, I want to play this. And I realized I didn't have it. And then after a while, I was like, I don't know if I want to play this
0: anymore. <laughs> oh, that game is
1: trash. <laughs> Because apparently we're gonna play it at too many games. I think Scotty's bringing it up.
0: We are playing that shit at too many games. I'm gonna need
1: some booze before I play that one. Yeah, <laughs> some booze. Some really dude, if you get music. me, if you get me enough booze, and he and and Scotty is able to get Supersonic, and we play Radiant Emerald, mm-hmm. and that song singing, I'll I'll start singing that song if I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny because the reason I started drinking yesterday is because I was I was uptight from work. I was so stressed. Yeah. I was like, I just need to unwind. Like my wife had called me and I snapped on her and I was like, Yeah, I gotta do something. Mm-hmm. So she came home and she was pissed at me still. Cause that woman knows how to hold a grudge. Mm-hmm. I love her to death, but dear God. That and cold she comes shoulder. Home. Oh yeah. And I come home and she's trying to cold shoulder me so hard, but I am buzzed out my fucking mind and I'm just acting goofy and just all that. And she's like, What are you doing? And I was like, I'm loving you. And she's like, you're drunk. I was like, no, I'm not. She goes, I smell it. I was like, well, I'm going back out to my office. And that's when I played wow for three hours. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of streams, like that's what I've been re- really doing all week. It's just kind of lurking in streams, just watching, mm-hmm. just kind of chilling and all that. Uh, I was, yes. D- yeah. Yesterday uh i jumped over because h2o is always in my stream h2o happy dude is a guy is a gentleman in our discord he follows he comes into every one of our streams like all the time yep <laughs> and i felt bad because i had never gone into one of his streams and i was like shit i need to go and just pay him a visit he's i think it's the last day of his uh he was sponsored by Wizard of the coast this week and he was giving away free packs and stuff like that and i get in his stream and we're kind of chilling I uh, didn't know I was a mod. Apparently, I'm a mod in his channel. So, <laughs> okay. I did, he said something. He was like, hey, can you handle that? And I was like, the fuck? I, a, <laughs> did I clock in? <laughs> and I look at my name on Twitch and I was like, oh shit, I got the moderator sword. So, all right, yeah, I'll take care of this. So I was like, yeah, send me those codes. I'll get them to this guy and all that stuff. Nice. And uh, so we're sitting there and he gets a. So he's being. He's officially sponsored by Wizards of the Coast for that, for just for this week. And he gets a raid of 1700 people
2: that's insane (laughs) he
1: was raided by one of the wizards of the coast people that were were streaming and he they they raided him and dude it was so awesome because like he broke down and cried (laughs) like i'm not i'm not making fun of him like it's so awesome that he got so happy like that happened to him like
0: i gotta go back
1: and see the VOD. Dude, the follows need to go and the, back and see the like follows were going nuts after that. Like, I I went ahead and I had my Twitch Prime, so I went ahead because I'm trying. I'm really bad about just subbing to channels, mm-hmm. and then next thing I know, I'm up to like seventy five dollars in subs, and I'm like, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, no, so, that that shit happened to me too. I've cut myself down to only subbing with my Prime. Or if I really need to, you know, I'll pop another one off. But I gave him my prime sub. I gave him a follow and all that stuff. I was a mod before even following. (laughs) So that's pretty funny. But shout outs to him. I think he ended his stream with still, I mean, especially after raids. Not everybody's going to stay on. That's just how it is. Uh, but he got down to about 200 people, which is still more than you and I have ever seen in our streams. Mm-hmm. So uh, and then he went and rated his buddy. I think his name I can't remember what his buddy's name was, but it's just that's that's the mentality that Twitch makes me love is like just seeing people get rated the appreciation and all that. And then just passing it along like that's what's awesome. No, I'm happy for him. That's really fucking cool. Yeah, I decided I don't think I think I canceled four streams this week. And then I Friday, finally Thursday night I said fuck it, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it because earlier this week I had done a clean install of Windows on my computer because my computer was going so slow. I did the clean install and it, I'm so happy with it now. But but I didn't back up like OBS settings and I didn't back up all the programs that I had to download again. That's so nice. that took that took another that took like almost a whole day to make sure that I I, I probably am still missing stuff, but I've got the main things down. You know uh, what?
0: It's a good thing because his background looks fucking baller.
1: But yeah, we got some new backgrounds. I was like, man, like our background looked cool because it was our logo background. But I was like, man, I want something. I want something more cool than this. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to look up old fighting game uh, backgrounds. And I found an Imgur uh, post of, like, 350 different backgrounds. And this was on here. And I was like, hey, what do you think about this? And you were just like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that this one and the other sick, one with man. the two gargoyles and the orb in the yeah. middle. Yeah. yeah. I kept that one from my stream. reminds me of, like,
0: Guilty Gear, yeah. where it's like you have the orb in the center as it's spinning, and you're in the Paris stage and shit like mm-hmm. that. It's so cool. Yeah. it's. I kept
1: that one for my stream. But this mm-hmm. one's pretty cool for our stream. It It, it – it encompasses all the colors, like the purples and the teals and mm-hmm. the blues and all that stuff that our brand is. And also, I think it's really cool, too. We just had the American flag in the bottom right. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> just always there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about with my week was, uh, of course, last week I talked about the Godzilla King of the Monsters movie. Yes. Uh, I, I want to go see it again. I'm not going to this theater to see it again, but I will see it again. Uh, I've also been looking at the new toys that are coming out. Uh, if you can go over to toys, I think, com or something along those lines, and they have like a hundred and seventy dollar Ghidorah figure that's ten inches tall and it it's twenty four inches wide with the wingspan. It's dumb. It's super super cool. What
0: the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> are you looking
1: at it? You see? Yeah, it? that is
0: fucking dope.
1: Yeah, that's his character model in the or that's his model in the movie. And uh it's not out yet. It's for pre-order, but it's still $170. I can't justify buying it right now. But if you go th- yeah, if you, you scroll can. through that list, no, I can't right now. <laughs> if you scroll through that list, uh, there's a lot of figures made by NECA and NECA. Yeah. And they have a lot of like those are really affordable. Yeah, they're like twenty three bucks. And yeah. you have the the Rodon or the Rodan. You have the Mothra. You have a bunch of like that Shin Godzilla one where he's doing the atomic blast with mm-hmm. the purple and all that. Yeah. I really want to like. There's about five that I have in my cart, and it's about a hundred bucks. But I can't. I'm not gonna pull the trigger yet because I gotta wait. I gotta wait for some funds to come through. So right, 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 right. And also we have too many games, so I'm gonna hold off. Is he
0: shooting a laser from his tail and his fucking mouth. Yeah.
1: So the Shin Godzilla movie. Uh, the Shin Godzilla movie isn't so much as like a monster fighting monster movie. It's like Godzilla is the uh, is the creation of our pollution, and he's going to fuck our city. And he does fuck our city. <laughs> or he fucks Tokyo, like Japan. Okay. Yeah. So like most of the time whenever you're watching Godzilla movies, you see the atomic blast. You're like, yeah, that's awesome. In Shin Godzilla, when you see what it does, you're like oh no oh no oh this is bad because (laughs) the whole reason like it's it's a euphemism of the blast of you know the atomic bombs of hiroshima Mm -hmm. and all all that stuff so and i remember gaijin goomba talking about it when he's he saw shin godzilla in theaters and he said everyone in the theater when that happened they were cheering and in like the back of it, like he was just sitting there he's like this is not a time to cheer. (laughs) Like, this is not like many main characters, like government officials just get wiped out right then and there. Like it's crazy. Like Shin Godzilla is an, it's very slow. And there are points where Godzilla looks really goofy because it actually like shows Godzilla evolving from like a little bitty, like, I think he's like a mutated lobster or something like that. And then he like turns and it shows a very like kind of like Mothra, like showing a pupa Mm -hmm. uh, and all that stuff. And then once he gets to where he's at, they they can't stop. There were multiple times where they could have stopped Godzilla. But because of their bureaucracy and the way that everything is always tied up in their laws, they waited too late. And now, I mean, they eventually freeze him. But they don't stop the problem. They just prolong it. Right. So, Shin Godzilla's great. But uh, I've been listening to the soundtrack. And the soundtrack is fucking baller. So, the... You probably know it was made by I think it was Blue Oyster Colt. They made the Godzilla song, the old yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, fucking Serge Tonkian redid that song. Like he is the vocals on it, and a and a artist named Bear McCreary, he did like but most of the music for for Godzilla King of the Monsters. He's done a bunch of other stuff too. I checked his Twitter out earlier today, but Serge Tonkian from System of a Down is the lead singer of that song, and it's just it's got the like drums. It's so good. Like, it's super, super good. And then also, just the Godzilla. Like, they took the 1954 Godzilla theme, and they redid it to modern times, and it is so good. It's so good. Like, that whole album is fucking good. So, that's basically my
0: week. Dope. You had a more exciting week than I did, because... Did we blow our load a little too early? No, it's fine. I'm I'm ready to fucking sploosh right on this, bitch. Let's do So... <laughs> this entire week has just been work certification, work certification, work I've certification. I've barely heard anything from you. <laughs> I know. It's because I've been doing this fucking bullshit. So the at my job, the way that shit operates is that when you get signed on and you get promoted, you have two years from the promotion date that encompasses – a sector of levels for certification. So, I what I will say is that I work for a sector of the government um, operating in financial management. And within that realm, I need to have a certification. There are three levels that you need to have. My contract states that I'm supposed to be a level three which is the highest level, supervisors, bullshit like that. Right, However, right. administratively, everyone has been telling me that I needed to be level two. So Uh-oh. I turned around and was just like, well, I want my level three. And they were like, well, you can't have your level three. Well, why am I listed as a level three? Yeah. You, can't, you have to do your level two. So I'm just like, okay, well, I'm not going to do anything until you fucking fix it. Because if I go ahead and do my level two and it doesn't change the fact that I'm a level three in the system, I'm going to get fucked. Yeah. So they're like, sure, whatever. Well, then we went to a training event about a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, no, no, it was about two weeks ago. And they turn around and say, if you're a level three right now, you can go ahead and have your level three. And I'm like, cool, I'll go ahead and do that. Now, a little bit of backstory on what's been going on at my job for the last two years. Long story short, everyone's been retiring. I am the youngest person in my division. Um, I am turning 30 on the 21st of this month. The next oldest person I think is in their late 40s, early 50s. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. So there is a huge gap. The people that have been retiring, they've turned around and been like, oh, Chris is really good at doing X, Y, and Z. It's because I have my experience from my military service. And they're just like, go ahead and throw it on him. So I've been operating like 42 different programs within my division. There's like 46 different programs in my command. So I had the lion's share of Holy
1: shit, that's bullshit. Oh <laughs> no, not,
0: oh it's super bullshit. Because the thing is is that not only was execution, which is the area that I'm in, not only was execution undermanned, but you also had Other divisions within the uh, financial office or the financial division understaffed. So it was just a whole lot of fuck y'all going around. (laughs) So I've I've been focusing on my job and trying to make sure that this burning building is still standing. And then I find out that my certification date, no later than, rolls up in August and they're just like, you need to stop whatever it is the fuck you're doing and you need to focus on your certification. But then I have other supervisors coming to me and be like, hey, I need you to go do this. Hey, I need you to go do this. Hey, I need you to go do this. No, nope, camp. Sorry. <laughs> and you would think so. But the problem is, is that for the last year, I have been operating as a one man show and oh. we've gotten new employees, but the new employees need me to train them on uh, how right. we do certain things. So while yes, I am supposed to do my certification, I keep getting um, getting pulled away from other program managers that need my assistance, from other employees that need me to show them how to do things, and by my supervisors to perform certain drug deals, more or less. Oh. Um <laughs> the the verbiage is verbatim from what they've said. Um, All right then. <laughs> So, the only time I'm really able to do my certification is when I'm at home. The certification is like shoving two years of budgeting and financial accounting college courses, and I'm just trying to take them as fast as I can. Now, luckily, the courses that I took well I was in the Marine Corps, I can go ahead and apply that to my certification. I should be about halfway through. Okay. But the ne- these next couple of weeks, I'm going to be super fucking busy. I'm like – Anytime I have free time, I'm focusing on those things. And then and I have to take –
1: It's funny how this – and it falls right when you're going to be going to too many games too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that will be my vacation from certifications and shit like that because I've actually made a lot of progress this week by just studying up and taking the courses and testing out. Right. So I've been diligent more or less. Well, that's um, good. But that's, that's where I'm at with my real job. Um, as far as gaming is concerned, the only thing I did was this week was take some time to play D and D and it's only because I'm DM. So I had <laughs> you to have take to. care of that yeah. uh, a little bit about that. We're playing Horde of the Dragon Queen.
1: Right, right. You were telling us about that last,
0: so last couple weeks. The, the campaign, the way that it's supposed to go is that the, in chapter one, you're supposed to go to the city. It's being mm-hmm. attacked by a dragon, and you go help them. And you have a single night to save the city. Okay, and there's certain missions that you have to do- go through. And my party does relatively well. They accomplish everything. Uh, there was a major turning point. There was like a one-on-one standoff with a uh, an antagonist mm-hmm. on the enemy cult, and that player character ended up getting killed. Oh shit. Yeah, so everyone was, like, super afraid of what's going on with the cult. The way that my campaign is built is that instead of them being, like, random-ass fucking adventurers, they Mm -hmm. work for a guild, and they're given tasks by the guild to do X, Y, and Z. Okay. Well... The governor of that city was just like, hey, why don't you go ahead and help us out tracking down these cultists? And they're just like, nah, man, my boss told me to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to go ahead and do that. By the way, those cultists are crazy. We ain't fucking fighting them right now. Peace. (laughs) That's That's not what the book is supposed to say. It happens. (laughs) The book says you do what the governor asked you to do. In hindsight, they So were, they totally
1: went the opposite direction yeah, of what you had Yeah, so they planned. were just
0: like... They got scared by the fucking uh, enemy because of this one guy that just seemed to be super fucking strong. Which, if they fought him as a collective group, they'd whip his ass.
1: Yeah, but he you know,
0: was going mano-a-mano. Exactly, but because somebody was going one-on-one, uh, he ended up dying. So I had to improvise this entire instance that's, I'm probably going to improvise for a while because I have no idea how I'm going to tie them back into the fucking book. <laughs> go back to the governor. Why? I
1: said go back. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no,
0: no, 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 no. I, I, I want to say what's going to happen, but I can't because my players listen to this. To yeah, the they podcast. listen to the podcast. So, so they'll find out, um, but it's not going to be that easy. I, I don't <laughs> I don't give things for free. Yeah, there you go. Um, besides if you're good that, at doing something, don't do it for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, besides that, I got a few pickups. I did take some time to go pick up nice. some shit. I picked up Divinity Original Sin Enhanced Edition for the PS4. This developer, we're going to talk about them later. Mm. These guys have fixed or revitalized old school Western RPGs. Um, if you're a fan of like Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter Night, Plane um, Torment. I forget the actual turn. I think it's like Plane Chaser Pl- Torment. Planescape Torment. Planescape. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the, the Original Sin series is fantastic. Original Sin 2 is arguably one of the greatest Western RPGs of all time. Um, to check it out. I don't think I've ever played it. Yeah. So I actually already own this for the PC, but mm. my wife is a huge fan of this, and she's been taking up the only save slot that I had for the PC. <laughs> so I bought the PS4 version because she doesn't like to play on PC anyway. So Perfect. now I'm going to delete her fucking shit. so i bought me this for the pc (laughs) um i finally also i don't know if i've completed it but i i like to collect rom hacks like Mm -hmm. i do it for pokemon another series i do it for is zelda um i have bs1 and 2 which is the broadcast satellite Mm -hmm. zelda games for the super famicom i have parallel worlds which is a completely original campaign I have Outlands, which is for the NES. It's like a ROM hack of the NES Zelda game. And now I think this is supposed to be the last one. If it's not the last one, there's one more. It's Goddess of Wisdom. Uh, these this, these carts are made by the Super Repro Bros. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of them. These guys print off old school games that either their director's cut, they are translations, they are fan games, or they were never released. So for example, they were the first ones to put Star Fox 2 on a cart, mm, which okay. is cool, but I'm not paying $75 fucking dollars no. for a copy of Star Fox 2. No. However, I am going to pay fucking $30, $40 for a copy of Earthbound Uncut, which is a translation of the Japanese version, which has shit that's not in the American version, which is actually fucking dark the entire
1: mother series is super fucking dark
0: yeah and if you think the American version's bad play the Japanese one that shit is crazy yeah so but they also have like the Japanese version or a ROM hack version of like Super Mario Kart where Kirby is a playable character they've got a whole (laughs) bunch of crazy shit it's cool but other than that I got got dick I've been sick (sighs) I hurt myself I'm actually after we finish this podcast I'm going to be Working out because I haven't worked out in like a month.
1: Yeah, I haven't since we've moved. I haven't worked out. I'm still right at 266. I weigh myself every once in a while, and I'm still right at 266. I'm going to. I got to get back on it. We're gonna get back on. We just gotta get back on it. That's what it is. It's just it's hard. There's so much to do when you buy a fucking house.
0: No, I I feel you on that one. It's crazy. So we're going to news. News.
1: Let's do some news. So, uh, Google Stadia and who is it for Google's new video game streaming device and services will start in November, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Uh, what? So let me pull my fucking file back up. Um, so what you can do is, so Google Stadia, we've talked about it before. Google Stadia is a streaming service that Google has created for video games, uh, you can, right now, I believe you can become part of the Founders Edition, which costs $130. And yep. what all that entails is it will give you three months of Stadia Pro. So there are two different tiers of Stadia. Uh, you have Bass Stadia, which is free. Yep. Uh, you can, And it will do, I think, 1080p. It will stream games in 1080p, 60 frames per second, uh, with just normal stereo.
0: I do believe that the base offers 5.1 surround sound. The stereo was okay. only for 720 for the lower ends users, okay. but okay, go ahead.
1: But Steady Pro will give you 4K, 60 frames per second, HDR video, 5.1 surround sound. It will get you just like PlayStation Plus. It will get you discounted games every month, and also it will get you. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to do the air quotes. It's going to give you free games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not free. You're paying for them. Money. It's it's the PlayStation
0: yeah. Pro, Xbox Gold bullshit yes
1: it's also when it launches it will have 31 games with it i won't go through the entire list but some of the ones that i did highlight that i want to talk about in more detail concerning latency and bandwidth and all that stuff will be doom eternal Mm -hmm. uh we have thumper i don't know if you know what thumper is but it's a rhythm game Mm -hmm. uh borderlands 3 and mortal Kombat 11 yep the reason i highlighted those is because like i said if If you don't have very good internet, you're going to have latency issues. Yes. And if you have latency issues, especially in Doom Eternal, where it's very, or Doom games, where it's very, especially the new ones, it's very fast paced. Or fighting games. Or fighting games, or rhythm games, or any, basically any game that's not first person story mode. Like, it's gonna fuck with you. Uh,. Going through this article, I still don't know who this Google Stadia is for.
0: <laughs> there's no like, fucking point. There's, there's n- It there's looks no cool. No. Yeah. So it's cool, but there is really no point in getting a Google Stadia. All right. these games are being listed. I either already own them or have already planned on buying them for a different console
1: exactly you know the one if you look at what's playing right now the ball this is oh my
0: god i lost
1: my shit when i saw this yeah this trailer is really good like this trailer is nuts Mm -hmm. especially particularly this scene that's going on right now audio listeners i'm sorry but go and watch the baldur's gate 3 trailer but this guy is basically just morphing into a mind flayer
0: yeah, it's, it's fucking the Elder Gods. There's, it's it's going to be a Warlock yeah. Elder God campaign. I cannot uh, wait.
1: And apparently the Baldur's Gate 2 was like forever ago.
0: Yeah, Baldur's Gate 2 I think was like 2002, 2003. Yeah, forever ago. I could be wrong. It's, <laughs> it's been almost 20 years. But Baldur's Gate 3. I've never 3, played them. So this game is made by Ilarian Studios. These are the same guys that did Divinity Original Sin. So I have a whole lot of respect, and it's like super anticipation. But I'm going to be buying this for fucking PC, and I'm probably going to buy it for PS4 because it's already been announced for those consoles. There's no point for me to play this on Google Stadia. In fact, this is probably one of the only games, though, that will actually work well on it because you don't have to worry about latency issues. Now, it's a story mode game. Mm Mm-hmm. So single player story mode, where, like, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Um, your reaction time isn't necessary. Yeah, it's like just fast reaction. It. Yeah, you it's it's a thinking game. Yeah, more or less, or it's a planning game.
1: Right. Uh, so with Google Stadia, your games can also they can be played in a Chrome browser. Which mm-hmm. the first thing whenever I hear that is, there goes my RAM. <laughs> like because like if chrome already eats all of your ram and then you're also adding streaming a game on top of that like mm-hmm. it's gonna be you're gonna need some good ram uh you can also do it on a chromecast ultra or you can do it on a pixel 3 or a pixel 3a i and there's uh, a, there's
0: other platforms that are going to be yeah, yeah for that too.
1: i have a pixel 3 and i I won't be playing this on here, but like like I said, in theory, I am I feel like this was something on paper, and it's still cool on how it's going, but on paper, this looks amazing. You're like, we're going to have this streaming service for video games, and it's going to shut everything else down. Like This is going to be it, and from what we're looking at right now, it's not like a quote-unquote Halo killer or a PS4 killer or anything like that. It It's cool, but we it's just a don't Game know what Stop to do killer. with it. It is a GameStop killer. It's a GameStop killer. Which I'm fine with. Like, I I know it's there are a lot of people out there that uh, have made a career with uh, GameStop, but every time I go into GameStop, I'm just
0: like, "Ah, okay, whatever. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. No, the only reason why I bring that up is, like, right before I jumped on, there was a news report that came out saying that GameStop's stock has dropped 40%. Yeah. 40 fucking percent. That's a lot, a lot like they're done. They're beyond the point of no return. There's nothing that they can do at this point. So it's only a matter of time. And they said that a lot of it has to do with the fact that they don't think they verbally said in a shareholder report that they do not think that they can keep up if people continue to go the route of digital distribution and especially with this cloud gaming bullshit that they do not feel confident that they will have the support of the consumer and they said that they are no longer paying out dividends to shareholders that's huge holy shit (laughs) huge you are yeah oh my god like they're not so shareholders are gonna be like fuck (laughs) y'all yeah fuck this this is done this is a sinking ship and it's like, this is the Titanic getting ready to split in two right before it just all goes down. It just all goes downhill from here.
1: I mean, I guess if they start going out of business, I know this is going to sound really shitty, but you can go and probably get some good deals on games finally.
0: I already <laughs> own most of every everything that I need. Yeah, now, that's so everything whatever. that I want. Yeah.
1: Oh, and, and the thing... The thing that's good is, uh, well, I'm sorry, not good, but the ma- one of the main things I go in there for is a lot of, like, I'll see, like, a T-shirt or something like that. All that shit can be bought from ThinkGeek. Like, ThinkGeek was super smart and kept their shit separate from GameStop. Yep. Because they don't have them around here. I don't know if they have them around where you're at, but I've gone to a couple cities that there are just the ThinkGeek stores. There's one in D.C., I think. They're really cool to go check out. Like I said, we went to that one in Florida and they were having, you know, buy buy a shirt, get a shirt free. Mm-hmm. And they had boxes of clearance shirts. Like nice ones. Like I got a Super Metroid shirt. I got a bunch of My Him Hero Academia shirts. That's also where I got my discounted bloodborne figure. Like that big one that's like almost a foot tall. Yeah. And I like
0: Think Geek stores. They're pretty cool. Uh My my whole thing is like, yeah, Think Geek is really cool, but honestly, anything that's there at a GameStop or a ThinkGeek, I can go on Redbubble and support the That's true. The fucking artist directly.
1: That's true. Uh, I go through a lot of the Yeti. I used to go mm-hmm. through T-Fury. But T-Fury has gotten progressively shittier and shittier. This shirt right here, you can't really see it all the way, but uh, it's the new Bloodborne shirt that I ordered. And uh, it came in a couple weeks, a couple days ago, and it's super nice. That's pretty and, cool. Uh, I got the one, I, I think I had shown you. I showed you that one, and then I showed you the... It's the Dante and Bayonetta back-to-back shooting guns. Yes, yes, you yeah, I, I got that one. I got that one, too. I'm going to bring them to too many games. I'm going to wear them. So. Uh, but, yeah, back to Google Stadia. The So the whole thing with this is is uh if this becomes a service that is good and it becomes a service that people want to start pursuing, then, I mean, you could do it for free or $10 a month. That's not bad. But... We also have to look at the fact that throttling issues could happen now that net neutrality is gone. Yes. So if throttling happens, then Google could pair with an IPS or ISP, I'm sorry, not IPS, ISP and they could be like, hey uh... Some from the web. Google, no! <laughs> <laughs> that scared the... Sh- like That legit scared the shit out of me. So, my phone heard me say the G word and <laughs> <laughs> and it started looking shit up. Mm-hmm. So, but if uh, Google could say, like, here's, you know, if you want to not have data caps or if you want our, we can stream, you can use our service. Uh, it'll, we'll stream games and the streaming won't count towards your data cap, but you got to pay like an extra $50 a month to be part of the Stadia Plus Pro Club or something like that.
0: Or, or, like you know that Google is an ISP at this point. Like there's right, areas right. that you know, and I think that this will incentivize Google to try to spread out more in the Midwest. Because I know that Google is established in coastal cities. Oh yeah, like, like California, in, like in New York, all that. I think that they're in DC. They haven't reached it down to where I'm located. Uh, I'm still stuck in Horizon. Austin. Uh, but they're yeah, they're in Austin. I think they're in Dallas. I think that they're in Portland. So that they they've had like. They're around the coastal mm-hmm. United States line. This will probably incentivize them to reach out further into the Midwest, at the very least, so that you know they can start marketing to the the heartland of America. I'll tell you where, right now, the, where the there minute... is no fucking internet connection, or it's very poor. Yeah, the
1: minute that I, if I, if they were like, hey, Google, uh, Google Fiber is coming to Batesville. I'm like, dope. I'll sign me up. I'm, I'm, please, I'll do it. Because I don't yeah. pay for my internet, my work pays for my internet.
0: <laughs> that's pretty fucking cool. I work from home,
1: so they yeah. pay that. That's so.
0: that's fucking dope.
1: It's pretty nice. Uh, I've uh, speaking of internet, I I ran some, uh, I ran a stream test the other night just to see what my bit rate is, and uh, my bit rate's only holding at like twenty four hundred.
0: Only holding at twenty four hundred. Twenty four hundred oh, megabits per second. No, 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 not that.
1: I'm talking about the streaming like the streaming uh like when you do OBS you're setting up your bitrate and all uh, that
0: stuff. Oh, oh, that's low.
1: That's low. That's real low. That's real low. And I'll tell you what it is because I have good internet, it's the shitty fucking router that this guy that set up shit gave me. Because I told you the story that my old modem I I have 1 gigabit internet. Yep. And uh when the guy came and set up my uh my modem for the new house, mm-hmm. he was like Oh, well, this modem doesn't isn't a gigabit modem, so you haven't been getting a gigabit the entire time. And I'm like, all right, well, if I was paying for that out of pocket, I would have fought it, but my work was paying for it, so fuck it. So he's like, I got this one that you can use, and it's pretty good. I was like, yeah, but that's a two-in-one. I don't like two-in-ones. You know, I don't like a modem and a white like, unless it's, like, high dollar, it's usually not good. Right. And he's like, no, 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 this one's good. This one, this one will hold you over. And it is not holding us over. So I was looking, uh, I ran that test, and I was just like, that's shitty. And if I pay for, a, I, I think my I did an internet speed test, and I was like at 80 megabits per second. And I'm just like, that doesn't say, I don't know the whole language when it comes to internet speeds and stuff like that. But if I'm paying for a gigabit internet, I don't think 80, download, 80 megabi, megabits per second download speeds is good. So I don't know. But I was looking at like gaming uh, modems, and I was just like, "I really like this one, but it's three hundred fifty dollars." Yeah, so.
0: I think that we got the one from Verizon. I think it's okay. I'm supposed to have a, a gigabit connection. Mm-hmm. However, I'm only getting I'm only getting three hundred and twenty. So
1: yeah, so I uh, might actually I'm thinking about because we are with a company. I don't know if they have sudden link where you're at. But uh, that's a internet company provider that's down here. But I I might actually contact Verizon mm-hmm. and get it switched over. I need something because it's just bullshit. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, I'm sorry. Back to Stadia. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's running. Uh, they they ran. They showed. You can see it in the if you watch this entire uh, presentation. Uh, they they paired with AMD and created a custom a, uh, a cre- created a custom GPU. With 10.7 teraflops of power, and uh, they were comparing that to the PS4 Pros, which is uh, 4.2, and the XBone X Xbox One X, uh, six teraflops. But they're comparing it to older systems.
0: Like the thing is, is that that made sense three months ago. Yeah. When there was no data on the PS5 and the Xbox.
1: Those statistics are garbage now.
0: Whatever the fuck. Yeah, they're they're trash now because you know what's coming out. It's already yeah. been announced. Yeah. So, nah, bro. <laughs> like, what? If, nah. Why? Now, now, you're, now you're on equal playing field. Yeah. And the thing is that the PS4 is also potentially supporting 8K. The Stadia is mm-hmm. not as special as it used to be. Now, here's the thing about this. This doesn't mean that Stadia or cloud gaming is a farce or it's, mm-hmm. you know, a gimmick. Cloud right. cloud gaming is going to be very, very real. And I have a feeling that this could be the direction that things go should they invest a lot more time and in development into it. You know, fix the latency issue, mm-hmm. and then you have a real contender against consoles. Yeah. Because here's the thing Capcom revealed a cloud based version of Resident Evil 7 a couple months ago, and you just had to pay twenty bucks and you had it for six months. It was renting it but i mean 6 months to play Resident Evil 7. Yeah. And it was it was wildly popular in mm-hmm. Taiwan and other Asian countries. Nintendo had two games streamed for the Switch in Japan. It had a Fancy Star Online 2, which fuck y'all Sega because you still haven't brought that shit over to the states. <laughs> and two, they had Assassin's Creed Odyssey and it ran yeah. really fucking good. Yeah. And like So now we could be moving into an age where cloud streaming, maybe not now, but maybe five, ten years down the road, where cloud streaming, cloud gaming is the norm. Possibly trumping our consoles. Because, I mean, like, you look at the streaming platforms that have been coming out. You have the Blade Shadow. You have the NVIDIA Shield and the GeForce Now. You have PlayStation Now and PlayStation 4 Remote Play. I mean, PlayStation has been doing this since... I think I was in North Carolina, 2014, uh, mm-hmm. Steam Link Anywhere, Microsoft xCloud, all these different platforms have Apple. already been – Apple. They've already been dedicating a streaming service for these games. All they got to do is fix the, the hardware, fix the logistics. It's – this could be the future. Yeah. So, I will say
1: the Google Stadia controller does look pretty nice.
0: Oh, that thing looks sick. It looks, it looks really slick. nice. Like, uh, I am I am tempted to get the Founders Edition just for the fucking controller.
1: I mean, yeah. Uh, I actually have it pulled up here. Like, that looks really fucking nice. It looks really <laughs>
0: fucking nice. So, people so, have been saying that it feels very similar to a PS4 controller, which is... It's, it looks like it. Yeah, it looks like a PS4 controller. It, it looks nice. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, just to do a rundown of the
1: speed and quality real quick, if your internet speeds are 10 to 15 megabits per second, you can get 720p, 60 frames per second, and with stereo sound. That's not bad for that such low internet. Like, Yeah, it's not. Because I believe most households nowadays have anywhere from 50 to 100 megabits per second. Uh,
0: no. You don't think so? It's lower than that. It's definitely lower than that. If we're taking the heartland of America into consideration, then it's definitely lower than that.
1: Yeah. So, uh, but then on the next one, you got 17 to 25 megabits per second. That one will give you 1080p with HDR video, 60 mm-hmm. frames per second, and 5.1 surround sound. And then basically 20 megabits per second and up, with 35 megabits being the best results, you'll get all the good shit like the 4K, yeah. all that stuff.
0: So. And to be honest, 35 megabits per second is what it takes to run 4K on YouTube anyway. Yeah. So it's the, the worry about how... 4K gaming streamed is going to work is less of an issue. It really Mm -hmm. now comes down to the latency, and I think that's the most important thing. There have been reports of, uh, I guess you could say influencers, but there are other journalists out there, independent journalists, that tried getting information out of Google reps when talking about the Stadia, and they're mostly tight-lipped, but when they actually got down to playing it, they said that the latency is horrendous. Ooh. That they've had to restart the stadia system, I think like once or twice just to get the fucking thing to work. So that's not good. we're still okay. we're still about four or five months out from this thing from Stadia being launched. Mm-hmm. Um the the opening season is always very difficult. That's when all the bugs really start getting noticed by a lot of people. I I'll check this thing out in a year. I think that's right. what I'll do. That's not a bad price for
1: that Founders Edition, though. But also, too, I It's believe. not. <laughs> I mean, you could also... You don't
0: have to have the controller to play Stadia, right? You can use any nope. controller. You can use any controller. In fact, all you got to do is register because there's a free version. And as long as you go to the storefront and buy the game, you own it, more or less. Right. Like, paying for the subscription service only gives you the better quality and the free games. Right. Well since google's trying to make uh
1: make things that i guess are for people maybe they can pick up uh pick up this game that blizzard no longer wants so <laughs> oh that's not going to happen that, that's No. that's not going to happen
0: at all no so not at all. fucking blizzard says fuck starcraft first person shooters Let's again focus on <laughs> diablo and overwatch so Senior animator David Gibson announced that he was originally working on a StarCraft first person shooter up until this past week when he decided to announce his departure from the company. It's not really clear on whether or not his departure has anything to do with uh, Blizzard canceling the game, Mm -hmm. but it, you know. Blizzard has been having issues for the last couple of weeks between the shareholder issue with firing a whole bunch of bitches between poor business practices, the walkout. Um, Blizzard has been trying to play it down saying that, you know, there's a lot of games that Blizzard comes up with. During the the early stages of R and D that never see the light of day, and he's like Like nearly fifty percent. Yeah, it's it's to fifty percent, so it shouldn't really be considered anything worrisome. That said, with the spotlight being put on Blizzard, I can definitely see why they may might at the very least shelve this project. Because they haven't been doing well. They haven't been doing well in the eyes of the public. They no. haven't really I don't think they've been doing well as far as stock market prices are concerned, because they've been stagnating. The mm-hmm. the biggest IPs that they have on them, you know, is WoW, WoW Classic, and WoW Classic is not getting the love. That they were expecting it to get the people who are playing WoW Classic are the people who played WoW Classic 20 years ago. You're yeah. not getting new players into that. You're getting the older players, and they're playing it for, you know, a couple weeks on end. And yeah. then you have Overwatch, which Overwatch numbers have been dwindling. So it's esports, it's yeah, it's the esports bullshit. So and their
1: Activision division or their Activision departments not doing so hot either. Mm-hmm.
0: So they think that the smart idea would be to take a team, dedicate one of those teams to Diablo Floor, uh, take another team, and start development on Overwatch 2, which I don't know if that would fix anything because It keeps Overwatch, jobs.
1: That's about it. Well, yeah,
0: it keeps jobs, but I'm just thinking about the whole— like, the way that the spotlight has been shifting as far as Twitch is conter- concerned with these games because Overwatch was huge when it came out. Mm-hmm. And then PUBG came out, and then Fortnite came out, and it just kind of was like, "Oh, this is this is the first place spot." Okay, this is mine now. Yeah, and Fortnite has been king since, and Overwatch never really regained its footing. It's always been renowned as a solid first-person shooter, a solid game, but it's, it's the, never it's the
1: Pixar FPS. Yeah, because it, it looks so never,
0: good. <laughs> it never quite recovered. No. So I'm curious to know. What they plan on doing with Overwatch 2.
1: But I mean, it's all e- the esports, it's the esports bubble too. Yeah. So, like, all that shit. I think esports, like they, and a lot of people, other people are saying too, that esports bubble is about to pop and yep. shit's gonna, I mean, shit's gonna go crazy. Like, that's why I'm very, very f- happy that my, the inside that I have with Blizzard, my buddy that works there, is working for Diablo. Yeah. So, uh, I was talking to him earlier, and uh, I'm gonna show you. Um, we'll, we'll sidetrack just a little bit, but so every year at BlizzCon they give you when you buy your ticket, you get a gift. Last year it was like some commemorative box that had a bunch of different shit from every game. Uh, the year before that was the ba- uh, the the patch backpack, which was really popular. Well, this year you get one of these statues, and they look a little cartoony, but they look good. Yeah, it is the so it's the 25th anniversary of Warcraft. And this is the original human, the Alliance human, the footman Alliance
0: versus the horde
1: and the orc grunt. It was the humans versus the orcs. You can get them right now. You can, I think it's pre-order of like four, forty-five bucks. But if you get a BlizzCon ticket, you get one of them. You can get the package for ninety dollars, and they're really nice. Like they stand almost ten inches tall. That looks really good, and they look really nice. And on the the Alliance one, you can see here that he's standing on the horde banner. Yeah. And I was talking to my buddy about it. I was like, man, these look really cool. He's like, they are really cool. And I was like, I know you can't tell me anything. But I was like, man, because last year was kind of a dud. And he's like, yeah, it was a dud. He goes, let's just say that I am looking forward to this BlizzCon. And he was not looking forward to last year's BlizzCon.
0: So what you're saying is going to I'm not, no, 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 no. I'm not saying anything. So what you're he's, saying is we, sh- we should go to BlizzCon. I might, I'm not I, now. Here's the thing: I'm not that big of a Blizzard fan. I do like Diablo a lot, though. Yeah, uh, I might
1: go. I might go. I don't know. I haven't pulled that trigger yet. Cause, like I said, when you buy the ticket, you get one of these. And yeah. Then, mo- most of the time, these go sale to the public after BlizzCon. Right. They're a little bit higher. They're I think last year when they did it with the other ones, they were fifty five dollars each instead mm-hmm. of forty five. Uh, you could buy them there. But, I mean, I'll, I could get my ticket, get that one, and then I could probably get the other one for a really good price, too. Those would be a really good uh, addition. So, But, anyway, let's jump back to this. Uh, I just want – a StarCraft first-person shooter sounds so awesome. <laughs> like, it
0: sounds so cool to me. I, I, I wanted just, it back with StarCraft Ghost. Oh, my God. Fucking Scotty reminded me of that bullshit. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's been multiple times where they try to expand on the StarCraft IP, and then they just shut it down. Out of the
1: three main, out of Warcraft, Diablo, and StarCraft, I want to say it's probably the weakest.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. That's, that's That's undoubtedly true. Which is
1: funny because at one point it was number one. Because back when uh, basically Blizzard only had two IPs and it was Starcraft and Diablo, mm-hmm. and Warcraft was actually the third because Warcraft was just kind of like eh, it's okay. But like I remember playing, I mean Starcraft two or Starcraft and Diablo two was the shit, and then World of Warcraft came out, and then mm-hmm. that took over everything. Yeah, uh, but I would have loved to see that. Maybe like you said, maybe they're shelving it. Maybe we'll see it later. Uh, I hope so, but. I think a lot more, after the debacle that happened at last BlizzCon, I think they're going to have to do something really big at this one. Yeah. So.
0: No doubts on that.
1: Uh, all right. Let's go on to some real news. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking Pokemon. So, I watched this direct. I wasn't watching it live because I was so busy with work. I caught it a couple hours later. And yep. I'm watching it, and I finished it, and I was like, that's how you fucking do a Pokemon direct right there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was so good. So we're playing the, for audio listeners, we are playing the trailer in the background. I'm just going to start with the high notes right now. So first of all, uh, we got our two legendaries. Yep. We got, I'm going to butcher the names. We got Sif. Zakian, that is the sword dog. We have Sif Sif and not Sif. And not Sif. (laughs) And then the other one is called Zamazenta, I believe. Yeah. And that is the shield dog. Mm-hmm. I am so happy that we're going back to legendaries that are dogs. Because my favorite Pokemon series, you know, my favorite ones is Gen 2. Gold and silver. Yeah. yeah Suicune, Entei, Raikou, all that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. I love
1: it. Uh, they look awesome. They do. If you watch the end of this, they do a little fight scene and all that stuff. And obviously there's something bigger that's above them because they look up and all that shit. They look good.
0: Well, they have to come out with Pokemon Gun anyway. So, yeah. right,
1: because Gun <laughs> trumps everybody. So, <laughs> uh, we also our three starters we already know about. We know Grookey, we know Scor- uh Scorbunny, and we know Sobble. Yep. Uh, we did get some new Pokemon. We got one called Gossifleur, which is a grass type Pokemon that evolves into Eldegoss. That's kind of like the cottony looking Pokemon that you probably see in the trailer.
0: Yeah, it's it's your fucking Bellsprout clone.
1: Yeah. Uh no one gives a shit about that because it's all about the wulu <laughs> which is the fucking sheep. It's it's Obvious. gonna be the HM slave guaranteed. If they bring them back. If they bring HMs back.
0: Oh, they got rid of. You I forgot, forgot about, about that, 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 didn't you? Yeah. They I integrated play, all that so shit. I never finished Sun and Moon. I never got far enough because I just was just like, uh mm-hmm. Here's Dragon Quest though. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I 100% understand
1: what you're talking about with the HM mm-hmm. slaves. But back in the day, my Mew was my HM slave. <laughs> Why the fuck would you make your Mew the HM slave? Because I had like 18 of them because I used the Game Shark. <laughs> uh, anyway, we also have Corval Knight, which is another new fi- uh, steel flying type. So I'm interested because yes. everyone everyone likes Skarmory because there's not many good steel flying Pokemon. And this Was it looks steel great- flying?
0: Was it confirmed yeah. steel flying? Okay. Uh, the
1: the new one is, yes.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: And then we also have this new one which I'm really we saw it in the trailer just a second ago. It's called Dreadnaw. Yeah, Dreadnaw looks cool. It's the biting Pokemon is what it's called and it is water and rock. That's a yeah. good typing. That is a good typing. Uh but we also have a large open 3D world which looks a lot like Breath of the Wild.
0: I am almost positive that they're using the same engine. I'm fine with that.
1: Yeah, I, I'm perfectly I, I, fine with that. They
0: they have to be using the same engine. Uh,
1: so what's funny is with the Sif uh, Legendary, somebody pointed out that that sword isn't just a sword, like it's part of the Pokemon. So is that like a tumor or something that it has in its mouth or what?
0: <laughs> um, maybe I don't I don't know. The real I, question is, which one are you getting? Um, I always bought both. I'm probably going to play Sword, though, because I want Sif. I just want to catch whatever that Pokemon's name is and rename it Sif. And I'm going to name... You and everybody player. else! Yeah, yeah, I don't <laughs> give a fuck. I'm going to name my player character Atorius, And I'm going to uh, be the Dark Steel Pokemon Trainer.
1: Ah, uh, fucking Edge... I'm not...
0: <laughs> That's when... So when Pokemon comes out, Scrubverse will be
1: over. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. So- we got other things. Uh, apparently, Wild
0: Pokemon
1: appear to roam freely,
0: which yes. looks so kind of cool. This, this game is supposed to be true open world. They allow them to, like, run around freely. It's it's They're borrowing a lot of things from Hey, You Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not Hey, You Pikachu. Let's Go Pikachu. Let's Go and Eevee. Eevee. Yeah. Um, what's really interesting to me, though, is not necessarily the Dynamax gimmick, but how now you have Dynamax raid battles. So you, so and Pokemon four, Go raids. <laughs> yeah. So you and four other players get together and have a Pokemon battle with this super huge fucking Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not completely sold on the Dynamax gimmick itself because it's just like... Put a giant growth on a Pokemon for three turns and base. I for mean, the best. it's there. It's because they they
1: they've been wanting to get rid of a mega evolutions for a long time. Mega evolutions kind of break the game a little bit, and the Z moves I don't think caught on as much.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely didn't.
1: Like everyone was all about like I want you know we never fucking got a fucking mega evolution of Arcanine, but I guess I'll live. <laughs> we got one of Gyarados. Yeah, he looked dumb.
0: <laughs> I didn't. Th- well, well, he looked like a shrimp. He looked like he a did. big old shrimp.
1: His typing. What was it? it? He went from water and flying to water and dark. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Which is always dumb because you always think that's a dragon Pokemon.
0: <laughs> it's because Lance used him.
1: Yeah, and he well he learns Dragon Rage and all mm-hmm. that shit too. So, uh, but yeah, you hit the Dynamax Pokemon. Also, we can see here apparently. The uh, gym leaders and stadium
0: battles are going to be a lot like this looks this shit looks awesome. Like this is how. Yes, this is this is what a gym battle t- in my eyes should go down like. Yeah, like it's the actual Coliseum. I think that they were trying to bite off the idea of like giant soccer games and you yeah. have like the, the huge stadium and everyone's watching. That's what it looks like. Aesthetically wise, the game looks great. It's it's a gorgeous game. Yes. Um I just don't think that the mechanics are necessarily my taste. I mean yeah, but who cares? You you're, you're going to buy it anyway. <laughs> I'm still going to buy it. But I mean yeah. like it's, it's the first Pokemon that's in 3D. Yes. So I have to experience that. Yeah. I mean besides Let's Go
1: Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, but those mm-hmm. were like those, those were like top Pokemon down. diet games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I will be playing the shit out of this. I will be like... I mean, it's going to be so awesome because you have an actual main title Pokemon game on your Switch. Yep. So, uh, for anyone listening, the game releases on November 15th, I believe, at a $59.99 retail price. Uh, You can also buy the Combo Pack, which is $119.99. You get both of the games, and pre-orders are available now. I believe I saw them at Amazon and Best Buy and probably other places, too. Probably not GameStop uh but yeah this looks fucking great i'm so happy for this and i'll be playing i'm every time like because there's about three months where i'm just like pokemon pokemon and then after that i'm just like fuck pokemon but i think (laughs) since it's gonna be on the switch i'm gonna stick with it a lot longer
0: yeah so i don't know i said the same thing about let's go pikachu and i stopped after i got the thunder badge
1: well i beat that game completely and even got like I chained and, like, got my perfect IV Pokemon and all that stuff. But, I mean, after a while, it's just, like, eh. Yeah. Uh, I pulled up, like, we got some more pictures of the Pokemon and all that stuff. And, again, if we, we're going to pull up the uh, the map here. Like, that map, I want that as a poster. That map looks pretty cool. That looks so good. I love that. It looks awesome. So. But that's all we got for the Pokemans. I'm ready for that shit. Yep.
0: Time to move on Time to for the for... <laughs> final roster of the Mega Drive Mini. So, Corey, do you know any of these games that got announced? I do. I I know. Uh, I know Sonic Two. I know Earthworms. I'm talking about of the ten that were announced. the The final twelve, I should say, actually.
1: Yeah. Am I looking at the wrong ones here? Was it not? This they're list all the way at the top. Oh, they're all the way at the top. My bad. Oh, okay. So I know Virtual Fighter. And that's about it.
0: <laughs> okay, so oh I, Strider, I, I'm sorry, I know Strider. I wish that I had my old list of what I claimed or wanted for the the final ten. Um, mm-hmm. I am actually underwhelmed by this with list, the final ten. With the final ten, that said, the first thirty were fucking solid. So it's okay. Um, we got altered Spy- beast. <laughs> yeah, we have altered beast, but I'm not. I'm not high on altered beasts. Right. Um for the American Mini, the Sega Genesis Mini, we got Virtual Fighter 2, we have Alicia Dragoon, which is okay. Columns, which is fucking boring. Uh Dynamite Heady, that's a good game. Strider's a good game. Kid Chameleon. I don't like this game. Kid, you don't Chameleon, like kid Chameleon. Yeah. Kid Chameleon, you play as this kid who gets these power-ups and he transforms into different figures you could be a ninja you could be a samurai you could be a knight all of them do like something special but i i'm not really a fan of any of the i think it's called the sonic interactive games like there was there was like this development team i think they were students and they made these lower budget games and kid chameleon was one of them um light crusader that's actually a good isometric dungeon crawler that's okay Halfway decent. Monster Monster World 4. You almost um, said Monster Hunter. <laughs> I did almost say Monster Hunter. Monster, I almost said it again. Monster <laughs> World 4. Um, if you ever play like Wonder Boy in Monster Worlds, uh-huh. that's, that's these games. And this game is really good too. Okay. Um, Eternal Champions. It was either that or Mortal Kombat. Okay. Know? So Eternal Champions is a really good fighting game. I'm hoping that they use the Sega CD version but you know they're not no. so uh tetris this is- so this version of tetris this is like the rarest game on the Sega Genesis dude really yeah tetris for the Sega Genesis is like impossible to fucking find
2: hmm. so
0: i mean it's it's cool that they added it on there uh, it's at the end of the day it's fucking tetris but yeah it's just tetris it's you know, it maybe to me it would make more a bigger deal if I had like cartridge form.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But anyway, we got Darius, which is a R type clone, and then we have Beyond Oasis. Now that said, I am very envious of the Japanese release of uh-huh. the Mega Drive because the list is very very different, and some of the games that stick out is Yu Yu Hakusho, yeah, I Yo, that game is really good. Is it really? It's really good. It's So that that Yu Yu Hakusho game takes place during the Dark Tournament. Ah, And it's cool. really good. So usually I it's not that you get to play as every character. I think you only get to play as three characters from each team. And I think for Team Yusuke, it's Yusuke, Hiei, and I think Kurama. I don't think that they allow. It's either Kurama or it's um, cool Genkai. Bar. Oh. No, I don't. No, Kuubara. I don't think Kuubara plays in that one. Game's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that game is so fucking good. So you get to play as any like you get to play as select characters from all of the teams. It's it's a fun game. I think it was actually made for four player fights. I could be I could be mistaken, but I'm almost positive that it was made for four player t- fights. And of all the Yu Yu Hakusho games that had come out for 16 bit consoles, mm-hmm. this one is probably the best one. With Yu Yu Hakusho Final coming right behind it, and we ain't getting it. <laughs> no, we're not getting it. Unless, um,
1: and I really think you're gonna do this, you will get a you, you will get an English version, and you're gonna get the Western and the Japanese version. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's probably going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's probably going to happen. This comes out uh, in and September? Yes, and I'm probably going to get an Asian version. See, there's three versions of this bitch. So the Japanese one is different from the Asian one, is different from the American one. And the Japanese one also got Musha, it got Ghouls yep. and Ghost, and it got Langrisser. So... Wow, it did. Yep. JP and Asian only. Yep. They got Snow Bros! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's snowboroughs for the Genesis. It was okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. This looks like,
1: and I think we did a rundown of when when it was the either the first run of games or the second run,
0: and you're like, this is totally worth the money. I think it was like the second or third one that we were looking into, and you had if you had gotten cartridge equivalents, you already made your money. And mm-hmm. the fact is is that all these games that came out at least from the, th- the first thirty are. Great. Yeah. This list here, like the final twelve, to me it's underwhelming. Virtual yeah. is, eh, because yeah. Virtual Fighter 2 is uh because Virtual Fighter 2 came out I think a few years before or around the same time as the Sega Saturn version came out, and the Saturn version is just way better. I could be wrong, but the, the I know that the Saturn version is way better. Just the timing right. could be off. Um Dynamite Heady is a legitimately good game. Uh Strider. I yeah, think this Strider. is the, I think this is the U.S. Gold version of Strider. That's a legitimately good game. Uh, Light Crusader is not going to appeal to everybody. Nobody knows what Monster World Four is, but everyone should. Eternal Champions is okay. Tetris is Tetris. Beyond Oasis is okay. Darius is like the poor man's R type. So yeah. Of this list,
1: I like four, maybe. I mean, because it retails for what eighty. Yeah. It's going to retail for eighty, and uh, I'm getting this. I have not bought any minis, and this is going to be my first mini. Now, I I do have to ask you: with with your Japanese version, are you going to get all of your extra things so that you have the big fucking abomination with all? Because you know, you you saw that, right? That they're I I don't think that's real. They said it was only revealed for the Japanese version. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't have an article on it. So, okay.
0: if, if they were to have the 32X and the Sega CD mounts to go along with it, I might be tempted to get it. It's
1: purely aesthetic, though. It yeah, doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's only aesthetic. It doesn't do yeah.
0: anything, but I yeah. might be tempted to get it.
1: Yo, I am I know I'm sidetracking, but I see on the side article over here, it says Platinum talks about Bayonetta 3, Astral Train, and reviving wonderful one-on-one on Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do an impromptu article reading?
0: (laughs) Hold on, let me open this thing up.
1: (laughs) Let me you you test it out first. Uh, But yeah, I'm getting this. Like this comes out, I believe September 19th, and uh, I need to pre-order it. There's, I got Pokemon, I've got this, I've got Monster Hunter World, Iceborne. It's gonna be a
0: big year for me on these games. I I mean, every year is a big year for me, but. Because, like, this is the slow season. The spring-summer session is always really slow. And then once midsummer going into fall comes around it, then it just gets fucking crazy.
1: Here we go. Platinum Games talks about Bayonetta 3, Astral Train, and reviving the Wonderful 101 on Switch.
0: It needs to be reiterated that Wonderful 101 did not get the love that it deserves. No, it did not. All y'all bitches need to go play that game. Y'all need to go find a Nintendo Wii U like just for that game like or pray i want that it gets on the switch <laughs> or pray that it gets on the switch because there's a lot of games that came out on this on the wii u that just did not get the love that it deserved this is one of them this game yeah. is absolutely i mean fantastic. shit i'm
1: surprised we got bayonetta on it and then bayonetta got even more big than it
0: yeah know, when it first
1: yeah. got announced that we're like bayonetta two bayonetta one and two on the switch i was like what Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah when asked about how Bayonetta 3 for the Nintendo Switch was coming along Inaba simply said development was going smoothly and fans would unfortunately have to wait for a more official update in the future Uh, they talk about Astral Chain a little bit and uh, Tara suggests fans enjoy speculating about what the game could perhaps be about in the meantime lastly was a question about bringing Wonderful 101 to Switch Uh, Inaba's response yeah I think I said that on multiple occasions and I'm glad that I did so if you could be patient with it that'll be great yeah. <laughs> no one's going to say that if they're not working on it. So, yeah. Wonderful 101 would be by being bought day one for the Switch for me.
0: So, this would be my perfect world. You came out with a sequel for the Wonderful 101 and then you released a digital port for the game as well. Like they did with Bayonetta 2. Like they did with Bayonetta 2. That'd
1: be great. The Wonderful 102, and then the combo could be the Wonderful 103 combo. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, I a side. Would, I would definitely buy The Wonderful oh, yeah, one too. We were not ready for that article. That was literally no. on the side of one of our other
0: articles. So. No.
1: All right, so Chris got to gush about his shit he loves. I'm about to gush about shit I love.
0: Yes, we tell, got, tell me about the Iceborne.
1: I am telling you about the fucking Iceborne because the new trailer number two for Monster Hunter World Iceborne came out. And it's fucking dope. It I is. have
0: no idea what's going on, but it looks really pretty.
1: It's so awesome. So as we can see right now, we're getting a look at the new base. It's a very it's a snow opera. I love in Monster Hunter, I love the snow stuff. Because mm. it always looks great. The monsters always pop in snowed environments. Uh, but it looks really awesome. We do have a new feline chef. I know that's gonna probably bother a lot of people, but Get is this a, fucking... a new area in the yes. in the camp? This is a new area on a different island. Okay, it has been found. So as we can see, it's very snowy areas and all that stuff. I'm trying to go in in tandem with the uh, uh, video. So here we see Legiana, and everyone's just like, "All right, what the fuck ever, Legiana." And then you're like, "No, this ain't a regular Legiana." So we have been introduced. Look at this; covers the entire area with ice. Like, it's crazy. What this tells me, and what this tells a lot of other veteran Monster Hunter players, is we're getting variants of monsters that already exist. So, here we have the Velcana. You can see the Velcana a little bit. You only see it very quickly. But it looks fucking crazy. And then, they're about to show it. We have Big Boy Tigrix is back. And he looks so fucking good in fucking HD. So, that's Tigrix. That is Tigrix, Tigrix. He he is a brute wyvern, and he is the one that started brute wyverns. He his roar knocks you back.
0: I saw him get into a turf battle. Yeah, here is, we go
1: with Oda Garen. He just fucking like, <laughs> ragdolls that
0: motherfucker.
1: My favorite thing: someone clipped in the game from Smash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as we as we keep watching it, we also have a storyline. Some shit's going on. We obviously see, you know, the all turf wars with Tigrix. I'm waiting. I'm I'm so excited to see a turf war between Tigrix and uh, Devil Joe. It's going to be great. Uh, What else do we got? We also got to see, it's not in this trailer, but they did show off the Kuga armor. It's very uh, ninja-based. It usually has, from history, it has a lot of evasion up skills, so a lot of your roles actually will... Your role in vulnerability will be uh, like a larger window than normal. Uh, we also got to see, the new, like I said, the new base, new storylines, new weapon mechanics. There's also, not in this video, but in other videos, it's showing you new weapon com- uh, mechanics of all the new weapons. Because we didn't get any new weapons, but we, everything got revamped. Like, they added on a couple things. Uh, so, uh, who cares about the handler? No one fucking cares about the handler. <laughs> But the thing that we are – I don't know what it is with Capcom and how they're – I love how they're doing these teasers at the end of each trailer. Yeah, they the have last like one a cliffhanger. was cliffhanger. Yeah, the last one was Tigrix. And in this one, which is starting right now, this trailer is awesome because they're like, oh, you think the Raytheon is roaring at you. And then look in the background. What is that supposed to be? So, just from that, and you can't hear the audio right now, but I heard the roar and that slash from Monster Hunter uh, Generations. There was one of the four flagship monsters, the main flagship monster called Glavinus. Mm -hmm. And he is at T-Rexy kind of walk-in monster. And what he does is he shoots fire and magma and stuff like that. But what he does is he sharpens his tail and it becomes a sword that he then does whirlwinds. And attacks you with it. Yeah. The way he sharpens his sword or his tail is he puts it in his mouth and grinds it like a whetstone. Yeah. That's fucking sick. Yeah, man. It's fucking dope. There's an homage there, too, because in Glavinus' first, very first trailer, he's fighting a Wraithian. So that's why they did that. And so I feel like we're going to get a third trailer. They usually do these trailers in threes. So if Mm -hmm. we do get a third trailer... I don't know if they're going to tease another monster. Like I said, I love seeing all these monsters come back. But I don't. I want new monsters as well. So I want to see, like, the Bamboros looked really cool. That uh, Snow, uh, what was it? Something, Jura, it was the Snow Juretotus, that looked really cool and all that stuff too. I'm so happy about this. I'm going to pre-order it. I'm waiting for, like, I could pre-order it now, but I'm really waiting for, like, a collector's edition because I got the collector's edition of Monster Hunter World and I got my Nergigante figure. Dude, mm-hmm. I'm ready to see a Tigrix or a Tigrix versus Nergigante. That's going to be awesome. It's I'm so excited for this game. It is the last 2 years have been amazing for Monster Hunter. Last 4 years have been amazing for Monster Hunter. Cuz I've been with it from the beginning. I've been from the through the dark times. I've been through all that. And I'm so glad it's getting the recognition it deserves. I see you just watching the trailers. <laughs> I am watching the trailer. The trailer looks really good. It looks They're sick. so good. They're so good. And Tigrix <laughs> looks so good. Tigrix too. looks fucking sick. He looks
0: great. Like I, I see games like this and I get so envious that I want to play them, but I just end up not committing. Yeah. But it it looks like
1: it looks sick. But yeah, Monster Hunter World's great, and I'm super excited to see more stuff of it.
0: You got the next one, right? I do. So there has been a huge leak. Massive leak for E3. Details listing that From Software has been in contact with George R.R. Martin. He has been working as a consultant with Hidetaka Miyazaki for this new game called Elden Ring. So it's. It's probably, like, 90% sure it's going to be Soulsborne. But Soulsborne games are, like, my favorite games ever. They're super good. I'm all about that. And it's
1: not Bloodborne 2, but we'll take it.
0: <laughs> yeah. this I, I have a feeling this is going to be more story-driven. Oh, largely yeah, Martin because Martin is on board. Like, it's not going to be, like, the the mysterious veiled story that you learn through the lore.
1: Let's hope the ending's good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I hope that the ending is good.
1: I mean, that's the only info we have is we have this poster. We have the poster. We, ha- we know we that we know it's that, a,
0: yeah. Then we know that George is involved. Oh, we also know that there is a new tales game coming out, which I, I kind of feel bad for Bandai Namco. I know that I give the Tales series a lot of shit. But those still images are fucking gorgeous. They look real good. They, the, it, it looks really fucking good. It doesn't look like a Tales game. It, I it, thought it was a Final Fantasy XIV still at first. It, yeah, <laughs> it, it looks really good. Like, that entire backdrop, that background on the one that you're looking at right now, that kind of looks like an upscale version of, like, Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah. Um,
1: This could be a background on a computer.
0: Yeah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> the My only issue is that Tales games always comes up with the stupidest fucking game titles. Tales of Arise. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It, I it's mean, it's a sh- Tales game, so. whatever. Um. Yeah, it's a Tales game. I'm probably not going to like the storyline. So right. am I going to play it? I'll probably get my wife to play it for me. I'll just yep. have her play it. I'll watch her she can tell me what the storyline is and her, and her <laughs> give me the tldr English. yeah give me the tldr man too um, long didn't play tldp <laughs> and then finally nino kuni remastered this this game definitely re- deserves a remaster i when it comes out i will get it because i have not finished nino kuni 1 from the first time that i tried playing it i got like i think i was in the end game i definitely put like 20 30 hours into it and I just got to a point where I hit this wall. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fighting against like the dark sorcerer that's uh-huh. like right before the final world, like the final instance that you go to fight the white witch. Uh-huh. And he just fucks you up. <laughs>
1: I never played this game. I watched my buddy play it, and I the was game. Never the really game is really it.
0: good. The game is really really good. So again, it's gonna be on Switch. It's gonna be on Switch. So I'm gonna get it for Switch switches is is the
1: console that you didn't, never knew you needed.
0: But no, there'll be more E3 things to come. We'll probably do a full E3 review. Yep. Next week? Yep. Um, Cuz E3 is next week, right? No, E3 happening right now. They did the oh, e, okay. the EA play trailer. We okay. saw uh Star Wars Fallen Jedi. Okay. Fallen Fallen order. I haven't order. seen any of it yet. Um EA's trash Fallen okay. Order looks pretty good. So starting tomorrow, not tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Maybe tomorrow. Either tomorrow or Monday. Is it no, Microsoft it's tomorrow. tomorrow? It's Microsoft and Bethesda tomorrow. So check out tomorrow.
1: And then was Nintendo's the Pokemon direct or?
0: Nintendo is Tuesday and they're not doing a Pokemon direct. They're doing something for Super Smash Brothers because the next DLC character gets announced. Oh, and that's right. if the leaks are true from like months ago, then we're either looking at Doom Guy. One of the kids from <laughs> Dragon Quest, fucking Minecraft, and then there was some other game. Dante? Not Dante. These are all, like, characters that have just recently came on to a Nintendo platform. Oh, uh, okay. So, I forget what the, the, the fourth one is supposed to be. But those were, those were the leaks originally from, like, months ago. So, okay. all that shit could have changed
1: cool i will be tuning in i got stuff to do tomorrow but i'll have it on in the background and i will definitely fucking
0: farmer's market
1: i have to uh we have to go to a birthday party tomorrow but luckily it's not until like six and it's right down the road and i'm cooking Mm -hmm. burgers so hopefully i don't burn my grill down like i did last time i was cooking burgers last time what i did was i was like all right i'm putting this whole bag of charcoal in here so fuck it and also put 16 burgers on here
0: you put the whole (laughs) bag of charcoal in there (laughs) I did. Are you stupid?
1: Hey, man. You learn by doing. <laughs> yeah, that was real fun. <laughs> Don't judge me. Don't
0: fucking judge me. <laughs> Bro, we'll, we'll talk later about that. I, it I was great. Those stupid. burgers cook so fast. <laughs>
1: You and had I had the a fucking grill at like 800 degrees. It was a full thing of charcoal, and then
0: all that grease made it even like even hotter, dude. No, it was you just awesome.
2: Gotta,
0: you gotta throw the. You know, it, was it like one of those cup ones, like the small grill things, or did you have like one of those nice, al- fancy grills that were like? I have like one of those hundred dollar
1: grills from Walmart or from Home Depot, like the big ones that will hold an entire bag of lump charcoal. What is wrong <laughs> with you? <laughs> i was like hey man i'm cooking a lot and this stuff burns quick so fuck it oh my god okay i know tomorrow i will i'm cooking about 20 burgers and i won't do that again
0: don't so. do that
1: uh, have your anyway. shit
0: set to like 350 man you just need a little bit of charcoal
1: that's all we need oh. uh since we, we this whole podcast we've been talking about of like a lot of like bringing back games and stuff like that and bringing it onto the twitch or the twitch the switch and all that yep so that's a pretty good segue into our next article. This guy is the modern vintage gamer. Okay, cool. I didn't know who the hell he was, but he seems like he was <laughs> okay. very. He knew. I didn't know, so I, I didn't know about Review Tech USA before I met you either. Yeah, but I follow those channels, and I'll follow mm-hmm. this channel too. I like I like the information they do. This so. this
0: guy this guy is smart. This guy yeah. is really in it. He uh, so modern vintage gamer. Um, I believe he has worked on the development of emulators before. Okay. He's also worked on like a bunch of other stuff too.
1: Okay, so basically what this is is this is the Hyperkin has announced the Ultra Retron. It yep. is an it is a emulator console that plays N sixty four games. Yep. Uh, because N sixty four has desperately needed something with good HDMI output that is cost effective. Yes. Because I have seen many times I almost I almost updated or not updated but I almost modded my N64 to do HDMI out until I realized it was going to be like $200. Yep. So I was like, mm, no, but this thing looks promising. This thing looks really good at first sight. It looks really good. Uh, it plays original N64 cartridges. It has an HDMI output and it supports the original N64 controllers along with the Hyperkin third party ones. Uh, it's also running the mupen 64 plus dash next emulator. Yeah. And which is a GPL open source. And it seems like, unlike Capcom, Hyperkin has their ducks in a row and actually has you know, their legal ducks in a row, and they're able to
0: use this and sell this. Well, beyond that, um, the Retron 5 actually had uh, gotten into a little bit of legal trouble because the Retron 5 was utilizing different emulators, and some of those emulators were freeware only. So Uh, I was very curious about the emulator that they were planning on going with this one. Um, It
1: looks like it's going to be okay, though.
0: Yeah, this one is okay. Mupin 64 is a decent emulator. I want to know how much customization the user is going to have to be able to use this because Mupin has some issues. Uh, Mupin can only play about 85% of the games properly. Right. There's going to be a lot of issues with overlays. One of the most common issues, and it's being shown right now, is in Mario Kart 64. If there is like a a projector that's supposed to show the the playing field or like you driving and shit like that, I or believe if there's I, like any motion blur effects, any yeah. fisheye effects. Uh, the problem is is that the original hardware utilizes FPGAs mm-hmm. and the GPU and she- CPU share the same RAM. Yep. So when the CPU tells the GPU, hey, go ahead and project the image of the screen onto the projector, it does it like that. Well, on our computers, they're split up. Yep. So in order for them to do it, it ends up looking like you see on the screen. Well, You get like this blog, like this this garbage can look, this yep. this Amalgamation it, looks like of a, it looks like a, a shitty smash symbol. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad smash symbol. Yeah. Now, you can go into the settings of moopin to go ahead and change that. However, I really would be interested to see how or if they'll give the same customization options to um, consumers when this yeah. comes out.
1: This overall, this looks very promising. Like this looks pretty cool. You're able to get your HDMI.
0: Yeah, this is the first step into allowing the 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 average consumer who is in the market for N64 hardware, Mm -hmm. emulated M64 hardware, HDMI out hardware, um, because buying a Frame Meister is out of control. Yeah. They're they're like four hundred and fifty dollars now. It's ridiculous. Ever since ever since they stopped making them, in order to get a quality HDMI out output for the fucking N sixty four, a frame meister is four fifty, and a frame meister does not stream well because no. the streaming runs faster than what the frame meister can keep up with. You can record it; it'll it'll look like shit, but you can record
1: right. it. The thing I had was really good until it died. Until it died. <laughs> yeah. I'm skeptical to buy another, because I'd like to buy another one just to see. Maybe I got a shitty one. It happens. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I don't have, I would like, because it, it it played my Snowboard Kids 2 great. It played yep. my Mario 64 great. So, I don't know.
0: This is, uh, what do you think the retail could possibly be on this? I don't think that something like this should be any more than $150. Me personally, if it's, about right. if it's if it's below one hundred and fifty, if it's between like one hundred and twenty-five and one hundred and fifty, I think that that is a fair price. Anything more than that, then you are pretty much taking advantage of the consumer because at this yeah. point, you know this is not a mainstream product, and you, the people that you're offering this to will sit there and go, "Well, if you're going to charge me about one hundred and seventy-five dollars, how much is the upcharge for me to just do HDMI out on my N 64 yeah, you know what I mean? Cuz I mean like you you could go ahead and do that. People will do that for like 200 250 bucks. Yeah. Um I mean, if you're really to, good, you could if, do it yourself. You could do it yourself. So I think that $150 would be fair for this, especially when you're using open source hardware. You don't yeah. own the emulator. So there's no reason for you to be price gouging. Right. I think 150 is fair.
1: Uh yeah, I don't really see myself even if it's like one fifty, I still probably won't buy one of these. I'm not that big into the N sixty four era. Like I have I don't stream I <sighs> It's got
0: Paper Mario. I have to buy this.
1: I mean it's got Paper Mario, it's got it's got Pokemon Stadiums, those are good games. It's got Mario 64, it's got Mario Kart, it's got all those. It's got your Ocarina of Time, which I'll just play the three DS version for that one. But I don't know. This looks cool for people that are uh, are interested in it. Like, we can see here, though, uh, with the Dr. Mario 64, it looks like there might be problems yeah. with that stuff we were talking about earlier. So, I don't know. It looks pretty cool. So, I think that's about it for the news. That's so, it for news. Yep. Yeah. So, Chris, what do you got? what do you got question-wise
0: for us? Okay. I've got three? We got three questions? We got three questions. I think we ended up with three questions. We ended up with three questions. So... Scotty, Mo for Show came out with two questions. He says he. Sure did. He did. Sonic Extreme never happened. Resident Evil 2 was a completely different game before the final product. And what even is a Starcraft ghost? Ugh. These games never saw the light of day, but helped in the development of other projects, and perhaps it was for the best that they were never released. What are some unreleased games you have always been curious to play, but from what you know, you agree that they were better left dead?
1: you're going to have to go first. Okay. <laughs> so I, don't I got know a whole lot of games that didn't come to the light of day. I'm not that okay. big into
0: it. So I got 3 of them. Okay. Okay. Uh first and foremost, I'm going to go with BC by I I don't know what the developer was, but it's Peter Montague, Molly new. Uh he's the motherfucker that did Fable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um he had He talk, talks like this. <laughs> well, he's from Europe. He's from the oh. UK. <laughs> Um there was a no. funhouse video
1: where they talked about him. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh Peter Montague has a habit of over promising and under delivering. Boy does he. Yeah. I mean you see He's like David Cage. Of- <laughs> exactly. He's he's the UK version of David Cage. Is David Cage I David
1: think he's Cage American. is French?
0: No. Oh yeah, he's French He's I French. I think he's French. Oh, um I got this shit. <laughs> BC was an interesting concept. you were you know you're this caveman Neanderthal motherfucker trying to survive when there's fucking dinosaurs around you. Um, however, it just it did not work out. It was too ambitious of a project even the shareholders that you know was originally supportive of Peter was just like, nah, we ain't doing this. Uh, yeah, so he's, that's Fran- f- he's French. Yeah, he's French. <laughs> so that's the first one. Uh, secondly, this is a combo. Mega Man Universe, um, first off, Mega Man Universe okay. is like the Super Mario Maker for Mega Man. Oh, uh, shit. That's cool. Yeah, that would have been fucking cool as shit. And they came out with a trailer, I want to say, in 2011 and Mega Man Legends 3.
1: Yeah, that's the one I was They were go supposed
0: with. to be coming out around the same time, and Mega Man Legends 3 was supposed to be released for the Nintendo 3DS. However, that was around the same time that K.G. Inafune left Capcom. Yep. So when he left, those projects were shelved and never revisited. And then we all know what ended up happening. K.G. Inafune screwed us all over with Mighty Number no. Nine.
1: He got us all real good,
0: he got us <laughs> bamboozled. That uh, was—I
1: still remember—that's the Kickstarter that hit three million in three days.
0: Oh, uh, okay, yeah. It ended up getting like four million, right? Yeah, total. It but so it hit,
1: it hit, it. I think it hit the number. I don't know how much the, it was that it needed, but it hit it in like eight hours. That's insane. Yeah. That's and then he fucked us over insane. with pepperoni yep. pizza explosions. <laughs>
0: Um, finally, and this might be a little bit of a controversial slash unknown one, Six Days in Fallujah. Six Days in Fallujah was supposed to be a historical first-person shooter by Atomic Games, and it was going to be published by Konami. The issue was is that this game was originally announced back in 06, 07, and it was slated for release in, like, 2009, 2010. But the okay. problem was is that critics and Konami was worried that should we do a first person shooter that is based on an ongoing conflict that right now? So Six Days in Fallujah follows Third Battalion, First Marines through the second battle of Fallujah. And it it's Phantom Fury is a bloody, bloody campaign. If you need to see anything about it, go go look it up. Go look it up. There's I think there's like a few documentaries on it. Um, I think there might have been also a mini-series on Fallujah. Really, really interesting. It's some of the, the bloodiest combat that the Marines have seen since Vietnam, since Way City. Oh, Jesus. However, like for me, they would be super cool, super interesting to to visit that in a video game, no yeah. less. However, but we're different. critics <laughs> critics were very worried about it because it could incite certain emotions, certain feelings. Um, with young Muslim players. Yeah. It could be seen as um, propaganda? Not, well, yes, propaganda one, but I would say it's very insensitive. Um, and Konami ended up backing out of the project. Now, the game is technically finished. Oh, wow. Yeah. Atomic Games went ahead and finished the game in 2010, but they never released it. As of 20, 2017, the project lead said that. The game is not canceled. It's on hiatus. Oh wow. That reminds me, I believe
1: there was a around the time of 9/11, there was a some movie I think Arnold Schwarzenegger was supposed to star in it that it based, it was based around the twin T- the, uh, excuse me, the twin towers. And yeah. I, they pulled the plug on it. They're like, "No, we're done. We're not we're not releasing this."
0: <laughs> yeah, I re- I remember that. There there was a an album that was coming out like in it. It was it was a photo of this dude right in front of the twin towers as they were exploding, and it was like two days before nine eleven. Oh shit! Yeah, talk about fucking timing. Yeah, that's uh, that's a
1: little rough. Uh, yeah. The one I guess I would say mine. I mean, I'm just kind of piggybacking off your Mega Man Legends three, just because mm-hmm. I even though I never played those games, I wanted. I'm all for good Mega Man stuff,
0: and I feel like that would have been good. Mega Man Legends is great. Mega Man Legends two is. Good. <laughs> it's a good game.
1: My other one would have just been StarCraft Ghost, like that, because the, there's so much controversy around that game, and like, so, mm-hmm. I mean, it just got pushed back again. I mean, it's not officially StarCraft Ghost, but it was a StarCraft FPS. Yeah, uh, and uh, I would just 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 to finally see it come alive. It, even if it wasn't good, I would still like to see that it happened.
0: I mean, it. Going beyond like games, you know that were going to be trash. Just like games that you wish to come out, Star Wars thirteen thirteen. I would have oh loved yeah. to fucking see. Yeah, like being able to play a young Boba Fett. That would have been fucking yeah. great.
1: The, you like the scummy Star Scra- or Star Wars stuff? Too. I do. Like the I scum. The, let me let me play slums, a smuggler,
0: or a fucking uh, bounty hunter. Like give me give me that shit. You kind of would have.
1: Li- you would have liked the Star- or Star Wars MMO.
0: Yeah. I heard Galaxies was really fucking cool, but yeah, I couldn't the, afford the, the internet. What was
1: it? The Old Republic? That I played that for a little bit. It was pretty fun.
0: The older so the old Republic is fun. However, Star Wars Galaxies where nobody had the option of really being a Jedi, it just kind of happened. Oh. I thought that that, yeah, So look up Star Wars Galaxies and the way that the Jedi system worked in the early game because at first nobody was allowed to be a Jedi. You were like smugglers, bounty hunters, Imperial Star, whatever. And it just happened. And then it just happened. Like somebody would be like, hey, you're a Jedi now. You have a target on your back because all the Imperials are coming to kill you. <sighs> wow. Because there's a bounty on your head or some shit like that. Yeah, it it's fucking wild. That's crazy. Next question. So, it's going to be Chris's birthday at TMG. Yeah, Maybe ending in a toilet. Oh, 48. Uh, maybe ending in a toilet, who knows. But what are not. some of your best stories or maybe most regrettable but not depressing stories? Uh, remind me to tell you about my tequila experience <laughs> at too many games involving a ninja turtles drink I discovered. I will
1: I I'll, I'll take I'll go first on this one. Sure. So I don't remember. No, I do remember. So I remember for my 21st birthday, it was garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody, all my friends were out of town because of school or something like that. And I had to work a double shift. And my 21st birthday was garbage. My 22nd birthday, they made it up to me. And they made me like, because I whenever I played WoW, I play a shaman. So my, my buddy that lives in, you know, works for Blizzard now. And then my other friend, she, they b- baked a cake. And then they cut it like the shaman symbol. And then they iced it and did all the coloring and all that. And like, it was, I don't know. I just remember that birthday so well because it was, I was, well, first of all, I was the only one drinking. Mm -hmm. I think I was the only one shit faced drunk. I know that. And uh, I'm watching my buddy play something. It it was kind of like it was a rhythm game like Thumper, but it, it was way before Thumper. And my buddy's playing it, and I'm just like sitting in front of the TV like a little kid. And like he do something, and I'd be like, "Whoa!" And like because I was so drunk. <laughs> I don't know why. That was my that's my favorite birthday that I remember. That's the one that sticks out in my head.
0: So I don't traditionally celebrate my birthday. Okay. Um, it's. It's just, just never another really, th- just another day. It's it's just another day. Um, I'm not going to get into depressing things. It's not really depressing, but it's just like I never really traditionally celebrated my birthday. However, right. uh, my wife has always taken care of me uh, and always okay. tried to make something special out of it. So we usually do small get-togethers because I'm not I'm not like this big party motherfucker. However, my <laughs> fr- I'm going to do two of them. My 21st birthday. We went out to go shoot some pool. And then after that, we went to this really nice Japanese restaurant and I got shit faced. (laughs) I got you were legal. I was legal and I drank all the sake and they were just like, yo, just just keep it it coming. Just keep it coming. I don't know what happened that night. I woke up the next morning in another house, in another bed that was not mine. All it right, was just a good time my the next really nice memory that I had um it was my last birthday. I want to say I was like twenty six twenty seven It was my mm. last birthday in the Marine Corps and m- my wife invited some of our friends uh marines, and we went to the melting pot. but what I remember oh, nice. the most is the cake came out, and my wife got this Halean shield cake. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. I, you threw me off with Halayan,
1: but yeah, yeah. The the Hylian. Hylian. yeah, hi, yeah. I, I Hylian Halayan.
0: The uh, the Hylian shield cake. That's it pretty was fucking cool. So fucking cool. Did I it tell you what my so cake was? So fucking cool.
1: What my groomsman cake was at my wedding? Nah, it was a Super Nintendo. That's fucking dope. Yeah, my my uh, my wife's sister made it out of like cake and rice krispie treat and fondant. That's cool. Yeah. It was fucking it was it was pretty cool. It was nice. I liked it. That's, That's pretty it. cool though. That's awesome.
0: Now I've got other drinking stories, but they just didn't happen to fall on my birthday. So- <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've got drinking stories. But yes, yeah. again, it didn't fall on my birthday. So it's just, you know, nice. But nice. we gotta remember to ask him about the, 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 ninja, the ninja turtle. The ninja turtle drink.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it's tequila.
0: Uh Whoa. last question coming from H2O Happy Dude. If money wasn't an option You were presented with the idea to purchase one development team and one IP. doesn't have to be from the same dev team. What would you purchase and what would you do with the IP?
1: Uh, So the development – I don't know uh, the development team. I guess it was just Nintendo and I want a fucking F-Zero game.
0: I want a new one. You want a new F-Zero game?
1: Yes. And – I think it would do really good on the Switch. It's either that, or I would just like buy Platinum and tell them to keep doing what
0: they're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go a little bit deeper. Um, I would buy Cavia, and okay. I would buy I would tell them to take over their Dragon Guard series, and I would shut down the everything. <laughs> I would shut down the development team. I would shut down the studio. Wait, and does that I mean would... you would shut down Near too? It wasn't Near that company? Yeah, the, the so so hear, hear me out. Near Autonoma became its own thing that doesn't count. But oh. the first Near, fuck that game. I don't give a <laughs> shit what anyone says. Fuck that game. Okay? Fuck the the Dragon Guard series. Fuck conception, fuck anything else that those Dude, motherfuckers yours is hate. Had touch. I don't give a fuck. I take Caveat, and I would take the fucking dragon guard multiverse, and I would shut that shit down. Fuck them. Way to go, George Lucas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's fucked up, man. I don't give a shit. Tweet well, the- That's the- it. Different strokes rule the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, Chris. What do you got on your agenda besides fucking doing certifications next I'm, week? I
0: am going to try to stream something. I oh, okay. I have these fucking Zelda games. I would like to spend at least one night playing them. Um, I need to get back to doing the video. I've been working on the Katana Zero video again. Yeah, we'll and, we beat you with a
1: playthrough of it. <laughs>
0: I mean, I already had a playthrough out there. Uh, that's true. Yeah, I had. But I think I've done. I, I want to do like an analysis of it. I'm still working on it. Um, I need to get back into writing. So in between me taking the certifications, I'm going to be writing. That's about it. Yeah, I will
1: be doing more beat art streams because those seem to be doing very well. People just yep. come and hang out, and they just. I mean, we had a bunch of people in there the other night. Uh, we are. We got three of the eight uh mavericks from Mega Man X down. Mm-hmm. finally tweaked that armor armadillo and got him ironed up and all that stuff uh so we'll be working on that I want to play some more dauntless but I don't know what else I'm going to stream uh I honestly I'm gonna be honest with you it might be really boring but I might just stream some wild WoW classic or maybe if I decide to play that or something it. like that get drunk uh,
0: play wild yeah. classic
1: <laughs> yep we'll have to do that so uh yeah that's about it so cool awesome everybody take care and everybody have a week
0: Bye guys.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Scrubverse Podcast. If you would like to keep up to date with us, follow us on Twitter at Scrubverse Podcast, at Vetted Games, and at Tornado Jones. Email us at Podcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to check out our giveaway this month. Links will be provided in the podcast description.